Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, we have on many guests. This is a five-person show to talk about the the recent North American Feast Regional Championships from the Fan Festival, as well as the state of PvP currently. Since Sly and I are far from experts in that category, we figured we'd bring on some actual experts for a show like this. But to do that show, we're going to need some people. I'm one of them, Mr. Happy. Of course, we have Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. my boy Blue. How you doing, Sly? Doing pretty good. Happy, when was the last time you actually uh, PvP'd? When was the no, last time you could speak? <laughs> Damn! That's, he- <laughs> that's my answer. Damn, look, look at in Sly's the, face. In, in the feast. In the feast. When was the last time you could speak in the feast? Use your words. That was the answer. That's a long time ago, man. That is, uh, yeah. And uh, as oh, a lot of you probably already recognize the third voice you've heard, we have on fellow podcaster, head of Mog Talk, Frosty TV. How are you doing, Frosty? I'm doing good. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Okay. Now that good. there's no more images, I could. I, I was gonna wait till we introduce everyone to swap over, but okay. I I said no cameras for the other two guests. So, <laughs> about 15 okay. I even showered for this. <sighs> damn, he, yeah, he was. Oh, like, damn. For once, yeah. First time this week. <laughs> first. <laughs> wow. First, first time this week. And uh, yeah. our, our final two guests are Matea and Nikosa from the current 2018 North American Regional Champions for the Feast from the team Synergy 6, which I had the p- uh, pleasure of watching live. That was hype. How you guys doing? God, both it. being so polite to each other. You're like, <laughs> we're, we're Canadians, do, man. Doing, doing great, man. Thanks, thanks so much for having us. We're Go really Ader. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like the, I feel such shit because I'm the only primal boy here. And God, I mean, you know, it's, it's show. I'm gonna Listen. be honest with you. If you call yourself a PvP, you're not like you're like on all data centers. It's not like you're on one. You're, you're jumping from data center to data center. Like Mateo, or Mateo. I like that, by the way. Mateo. Mateo. I like that a lot. <laughs> Mateo. <Something went. laughs> uh, I don't know. We're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. We're everywhere. Even We're I mean, everywhere. I'm not soon to be on Crystal. Balmung had a pretty big PvP community, so Crystal, you know. That's a sensitive subject. Man. <laughs> oh, do you want to get it? Do you want to dive into it for a quick, you know, quick tirade? We can, we can allow it. Uh, that's going to be an hour of the show, I'm sure. Of yeah, it. we have Frosty here, and he's got to go by four, so he's going to have to have some. Actually, you know what? It actually turned out that I could get things adjusted last minute. But I was like, <laughs> everybody's already rescheduled, so I don't want to like make it change. It was, it was not. I see that. <laughs> I could have been dancing happy. Could have been dancing. Me, him. I, I could have been dancing. No, dance no. for us so, now, Sly. Come on, get ready for dancer and in, in five. Everyone wants it. This is the reveal right now. You right now. You're even in a blue mm-hmm. shirt. You're a blue dancer. Is it blue or purple? Mm-hmm. I can't tell the difference. It's blue. Okay, I took a shot in the dark at that one. It's pretty good. You did good. Uh, but no, just to let you guys know. Uh, I, I wanted to start early because I knew I was supposed to work in two hours, but then they're like, hey, man, we need you to work on this different day. And I'm like, okay. But then it was already like 24 hours till. I'm like, am I going to reschedule everyone again in another two hours? I didn't know. So I just said, fuck it. We just go with it, right? That's fine. Would you rather me tell you? 
and just say, hey, let's No, reschedule. no, I would have kept it regardless. <laughs> okay, okay. Just okay. to upset Sly and to stop his dancing. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so this show, uh, we don't do PvP shows all too often. I think it's fair to say with our lack of expertise on it, it's not a topic we can speak about. We always skip over PvP in the patch notes. We always skip over, hey, they added a new mode or anything. Because we are not knowledgeable. So if us us talking about it, it's, it's not fair. I feel like that's not a that's not a reasonable perspective, right? You know? Fair enough, yeah. yeah. This is why we bring in the experts. That's why we bring in the experts. That's why we brought on our two two of our North American champions. And yes. you, I guess. And me, that's like kind of there. I just exist. <laughs> you commentated for the Feast Regional Championship. So I say we start off with talking about that because that's kind of sure. one of the big things that kind of has brought, has brought us all together for this show. Now, Frost, you've been on the show before, so we're going to do you last. Sure. As a guest. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it. We'll let the guests, the, the, the first time guests go first. So uh, okay. we'll start with Nikoza instead of just throwing the mic to both of them and seeing what happens. <laughs> um, this was the first kind of major feast tournament that they've had. And uh, PVP has always been kind of a, I guess, a sensitive topic in terms of uh, the community and how it's, it's generally viewed. So with this event, were you excited that this kind of event was actually being supported by Square Enix officially, or did you just kind of was it just kind of going through the motions of IPVP? So I guess I'll do it. Um, honestly, it was a little bit surprising because uh, we obviously it was never really done before. Uh, I mean, like last Fan Fest, they had like a kind of a almost like a what was it like a pickup group almost kind mm. of tournament, and it wasn't really like anything serious. It was like you know T-shirts were the rewards and stuff. <laughs> So this time it was obviously a lot more serious. There was a ladder beforehand, and so it was kind of a nice treat to see uh, Square Enix do this. It was a good, uh, I think it was a good step in the right direction. And um, I don't know. I, I would like to see them do more of this in the future. All right, excellent, Mateo. I will pass the same question along to you. How did you feel about the whole thing? It's really excited to be honest with you. I mean, uh, when it was announced. You know what I mean? We were all really hyped because it was something that I think I'm not sure what season exactly was announced announced in, but it was way down the line. So prior to them actually announcing something quote unquote official, which which it was, uh, there was a lot of community events that were popping up all over the place. You know, different data centers, Japan, EU, NA, that we all had a lot of fun in, and we were kind of hoping, secretly hoping that. Uh, they take some ideas and be like, hey, you know what? Maybe we can actually do this for ourselves and sponsor and just go ham with, um, have fun with it, right? So we were really, we were really surprised and excited that this kind of thing came to fruition. It was a lot of fun, and we do hope that they expand on it. Maybe, maybe you know, like I think Nick said it a couple times, uh, do like a world scene, maybe, and just you know, go mm -hmm. big, go big with that. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of hoping we would hear something about like pulling all the champions from the individual yeah. regions and doing something along those lines. I, I, I guess they'd have to find a central point to bring them all or if they would just bring everyone yeah. to Japan or whatever the third fan fest is. Yeah, um, exactly. yeah. but uh, hopefully I, and I hope it happens more than once every two years also, because if it's a fan fest only thing, then you know, yeah. it's, it's a pretty long time. It's between. too inconsistent. Yeah. 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 Yearly is pretty good, though, I feel good <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> I, I have a question. I'm all about the whole origin story of, you know, a team or their members. And I wanted to go back and kind of get your take on, you know, how you got started in PvP. Did you start in Wolves Den uh, when 
Beast came out, did you did you really have an interest in it then, or did it take some time um, for you to kind of get into it, decide, hey, I really like PvP, I want to do this? Um, Mateo, I'll start with you. Um, what's your origin story in regards to PvP? Sure, man. Thanks, thanks for asking. Um, so for me, oh, nice. I... Canadians. <laughs> so, so <for> <laughs> <laughs> um, it it kind of started out with the secure days. I I was I was hooked. I I played as a Marauder, and it was around you know coincidentally it was around the same time the Marauder was OP in PVE and PVP. Yeah, you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, straight shot, blood for blood, blah blah blah, all that. I think I even spec like Stone Skin just for the memes. I don't. I, anyway, it was, it was a while ago. <laughs> um, so I was like, hey, this is cool. You know, like I can, I went into PV. I think we were doing like, I don't think it was Twintania, but whatever. And then somebody said to me, hey, you know what? You should try Marauder in PVP. It's really cool. I'm like, all right, how do I do that? And then somebody mentioned Secure. And I went into Secure and I had a lot of success with, success with it. It was it was really cool. I didn't really play Wolves Den too much. It was called the Wolves Den. I think it's uh, Fold, which is discontinued now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. I, I kind of, I had my, had my start there. And then I took a took a bit of a break, and I came back for the Seal Rock days, which was also really really exciting. So so much fun! I actually it was one of the modes where I just kept playing and playing and playing and playing, and I just never got bored of it. Honestly, it was really enjoyable. Like all the tactics, and I, I don't think classes were actually as OP at that point. It might have been, but not. No, I don't think so. Right? Yeah. No. So 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 that was fun, and then I took another small break, and then came back for season three for the feast, and been. Been kind of going hard since, you know, just enjoying that scene and and doing doing my part in it and trying to help the community out with that. So, yeah, that's my story. Nice, okay. uh, Nikosa. What about you? Uh, I think I would actually say my whole like MMO PvP experience started with WoW, and like I did a lot of it on there, like uh, like a disgusting amount of PvP on that game, and I did like all the you know all of it, like the arenas, the the battlegrounds, and then I decided. You know, I want to try something different, something fresh. So I moved on to this game, and uh, I've been playing it since uh, the Reborn part, so 2.0 PvP. And I did the full and all that stuff. And it was it was definitely a lot different back then. Um, Not the best, not the worst, but just kind of really different than it is now. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I've been kind of just. Um, playing Wolves Den and this in the frontline stuff, uh, secure uh, Seal Rock. Probably my favorite was still Seal Rock. Seal Rock. And um, and then now I just kind of mostly dabble in scrims, light party. That's where my uh, I'm not a big fan of solo queue. I, I also do it, but I'm not the biggest fan of it. But um, yeah, I, I generally I'm known as like kind of like the, the scrim guy, uh, as I think. <laughs> Rini likes to point out everywhere, but uh, and now she, you uh, get to point it out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know yeah. I get to point it out to everybody. So yeah, I, I'm the scrim guy. So I'll, I'll, I like to organize the scrims and, and do more constructed PvP. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm just gonna go ahead and agree with you and say for the fact that solos are the fucking devil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I like solo queue. I do. It has its own merits uh, yeah, it to it. It does. <laughs> I mean, it has good days and bad days. Yeah, I'll agree. Well, I mean, you're you're rolling a dice every time you get into a game, right? You never know what you're going to get, and your job is to make the best of whatever situation you get. And you're not going to be able to do that every time, but try and figure out how to be good at it and just have more success rate is kind of fun. You you see these things that you wouldn't have seen otherwise. Yeah, 
Well, right. I'll extend that question to Frosty since we haven't let him speak much in this first little bit as we get accustomed Can to our new guest. I said you would go last. I didn't mean two hours from now. Don't yeah, worry. two hours from now. That's okay. No, I could just nod my head. Uh, yeah, what no question worries. do you want me to answer? Well, I mean, we kind of never really asked what got you into PvP because you you ended up becoming, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a commentator for for this event. You were a shoutcaster, right, and, right, right. And you brought a lot of knowledge with it. You you play a lot of PvP, and when we bring you on, you're you're always talking about it to some degree if it's applicable to the topic of the show. So even if it's not, even if it's not, sometimes you just say, "Yeah, we're talking about O twelve. I can't wait to go do the feast after this." Yeah, the show no. sucks. Let's talk about PvP. That's yeah. That's wow, predictable scripted fights. Wow, great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, easy. Uh, no, like I honestly. So I remember when Sly was in it to it as well. Like we both were kind of excited for Feast when it first came out. We we're like, man, we're going to get into it and be like, you know, top dog. And I, I was playing Primal, I think, back then too. You were, you were. Yeah, but I just didn't have the time to like commit to it. And after a while, I kind of fell behind. I was like, all right, well, I'll just stop after a bit. I never really got back into it. Uh, but like, uh, I guess right before uh, 4.x, the end of 3.x days, I started working with the community a little bit, just kind of playing and then trying to get top 100 and getting a feel for everything. Uh, it was fun to play Paladin sometimes uh, in 3.x. Uh, <laughs> it was it was fun. I had a... Had a, had a good time doing it. Um, and so I just started to talk to people to community, try to get to know people. And then I think I kind of got addicted more to the community than I did the game itself. Uh, getting to know people, like meeting people like Mateo and Nicosa and seeing their passion and their involvement. I kind of, uh, I don't know, that's, that's what did me in. It wasn't really that I went in and saw PvP was the best mode competitive mode in the world i saw it as i'm joining this community and working with these people who i enjoy being around granted there's still shitty people who i never want to talk to in the pvp community but it's the same thing with every single community whether it's uh pvp pve walgreens wherever there's people you just don't want to talk to right you're just going to avoid them because they suck uh but i want that quote on a shirt <laughs> okay <laughs> uh but i don't know i just uh, started working with them i I did a little. I did an interview. Mateo actually did some shout casting too on the um, the first Aether Cup, which was pretty big deal uh, before 4.x came out. And I did a little interview there, and I started working with them more, and then we started getting more into events, and just from there, I, that's all it was. Just work with the community and playing. Well, that's good because you, you put a lot more into. It. I did like a few hundred matches when the feast first came out before ranked joined, mm -hmm. and. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was fun. I just, as soon as they took away my ability to use my words, I was like, I'm not a fan of communicating with, with preset things. It's big for me. We could talk about that we too. Were, we all have opinions on that now. Yeah, we weren't, we weren't shit talkers. We weren't the ones, you know, telling you the fucking get good. I mean, this, <laughs> this was more of a, a strategic thing. And when they took that away, I felt like, See, why? Like, See, Sly, for me, it's not even that. Like, well, yeah, you ran into some bad apples. I met a lot of people who in those first two minutes when you were prepping, like, you didn't need two minutes to prep. So you got to know people sometimes in those two minutes. It was kind of like right. the like a short, like, calm before the storm and a little bit of a reprieve. And then after the game, assuming everyone was, I guess, on the friendlier side, sometimes it would lead to, you know, just a quick conversation at the end. It was, yeah. I liked that. And then that's completely gone entirely. That was my experience a little bit more. The one thing that scared me, though, it wasn't the people who actually spoke. It was the people who didn't say anything. <laughs> Helen Keller. With Helen Keller right at the beginning of the match, like, okay, so what are we doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> bro, you're going to, like, 
who were we focusing first? <laughs> Great, zero. And then it just all falls apart. It still happens. It yeah. still happens. It's still, I mean, of course it happens. They can't use their words now. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Like they won't like work with the, that, that's a sign of people not working with you in the game, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Call those people Helen Kellers from now. Yeah. <laughs> I will do. Uh, I don't know. I, we've had this conversation a lot, uh, I think, right, Mateo, uh, Nicosa, about Feast Chat and our feelings on that. I was just gonna say, go uh, really, go ahead, Nick. Go ahead, say, say. Okay. Well, well, basically, all I want to say is like I think in the matches now in Feast, I guess they're really fast paced, right? There's not much time to actually talk during the matches anymore. Like, to, if you were to stand there and start typing, you're dead. You yeah. can't. You mm-hmm. can't do it anymore. But I do agree that the uh, the starting area should have been. Uh, you should be able to talk in there. So you should be able to strategize. You should be able to communicate with your team. Say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start on the healer and then switch to the melee. And then once those gates open, then uh, that gets deactivated. And then you use the quick chat um, to communicate with your team. I think that's a good yeah. medium. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like We actually did a customs match not too long ago where some individuals were just not on voice. And the expectation was there that we were going to, you know, like like talk shop. We're going to talk strats throughout the match, but no, we we you know we we said what we needed to say in the opening scene, um, and then afterwards it was, just, it was just not possible. Like there's like pressing a button that says fall back instead of typing, it was just a lot more efficient in that yeah. sense. No matter how laggy the button may be at times, right? But uh, mm-hmm. like Nick said, it's just way too fast. But you you can't, you know, there's no reprieve from the actual fighting. It's always something going on. So. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know a lot of people will actually say that at first they were pretty upset about it. They hated it. But now looking back, they're like, we kind of need it taken away. There's there's a there's some people out there that um, if they see you're in a match with them, they're like, oh, fuck, we already lost. Oh, you suck. Da, da, da. And that's what they'll say every single time uh, you join a match with them. Now they just say nice job and put a no sign over your head. So it's not really that much different. <laughs> it's just, it just censors them to a degree. Right. But um, it, I think everybody's gotten used to it by now, and we've just kind of accepted this is how it is. There's ways to communicate. We have these systems that you figure out. You you have attacking so-and-so now. You have all these different ways to talk to people. You just have to use it. Uh, and it's, it's not too hard. I think most people are over it. I just know that for me, I always just needed to go into every match and be like, all right, listen. They're going to try to kill me regardless of what yeah. they were going to do beforehand. <laughs> and I need to be able to tell you that because... I mean, that's... You don't have to say it, man. We know. <laughs> we know. I mean, after you get to a certain point, like on the ladder, you're not with people you don't know, right? You're with people you know, people who understand exactly the other players and what's going to happen. And have They have an idea what will actually happen when they get out there and start fighting. Uh, well, I mean, I say that. Uh, sometimes <laughs> it's not that way, but uh, it's a lot different than early on unranked because unranked you don't know anything that's going to happen. The guy could stand there and cast cure one the entire time. And you're like, well, it's like my early feast. I, I saw some people. That <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's. I think we just know now. We know to follow a countdown. We know to. <sighs> I say that, but there's still people who don't do it. I don't think having chat would fix it, but yeah. Uh, it's kind of interesting too if you take some players that have never voiced while playing the feast you know while playing pvp they're actually not going to be as efficient 
as they would be if they were using their quick chat macros. Um, no. Quick chat functions. I mean, there, there's it's very fast paced now. It's a lot different than it was before. It was it was fast paced. Don't get me wrong. Well, eight but minutes, and then like you had a burst in three point X. You had a burst every like minute, right? Approximately, yeah. Yeah. You, you now could, it's every fifteen seconds. Yes. So it was. Uh, it's kind of hard to coordinate your thoughts while doing everything at the same time. So it's kind of like a different beast. So you know, like if you if if people think the solution is oh we'll just get in voice. Not necessarily sometimes, you know, because it's hard to articulate what you really want to do. It's like, hey, okay, let's go melee, let's go healer, let's go, okay, well, you're dead. You know, <laughs> so sometimes it's 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 kind of like a life lifeline with those quick chat macros. The only, my my only, well, I shouldn't say only, but my my personal grievance with them is that they do lag a little bit. So you can't, you know, tap it and be like, okay, everyone attack. Oh, no, wait, 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 you know, go back. That's a, that's a bad opportunity. Mm, um, right. It, it lags a slight amount, right? So I think it's meant for just, you know, lag, sorry, not lag, protect, spam protection in a way because mm-hmm. of that. But but generally speaking, like, it's hard for people to uh, organize their thoughts when they're actually saying it on voice. So what, back back in 3.x, you know, people made macros and things like that instead of these quick chat macros. So it'd be like spamming fallback like a million times, you know what I mean, or something like that. So it was how far you wanted to take it, really, which, whereas now everyone's kind of like on, the, on the same save wavelength when it comes to that so right communication wise anyway yeah mm-hmm. chat, chat brought up that when i you i said burst every 15 seconds or when you said that that my eyes lit up no i just started thinking about because i play monk and so if i were to play monk in pvp i know what those 15 seconds look like and it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> not a fan monks, of what those 15 seconds feel like monks uh <laughs> they have the nickname of being able to travel through time that's their thing right mm-hmm their tornado kicks and everything the the way it registers is just like that half a second later than most abilities uh and so they have cover up they have all these things that are up there but it just goes through that because it's just in this line of registering all that damage uh but i think they're every 30 seconds is that right well i i played a little bit differently um you can you can burst very very often if you wanted to like like Mm -hmm. Uh, if, like for example, if you're on Enliven, which is the TP ability and a right. TP trait, you can really try to go fast. Um, I'd imagine that's literally yeah. form shift, form shift, form shift. Get five stacks and then go crazy. Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I don't like. I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna yeah. form shift until I can get in there to burst and then T kick. I'm like, I don't, I'm not doing this. This is yeah. This yeah. doesn't this isn't fun to me. It, it's a little janky. <laughs> yeah, not a fan personally. That's that's one thing because I that was that was always kind of a thing. Like I did ninja in three point X for PvP, and that was its own beast because mm-hmm. of trick attack mm-hmm. in PvP in three point X. Yeah, that was that was not fun. I don't remember a lot of ninjas back then. No, no there they was a good stealth. reason. They would for get the medals in stealth. That was the thing. Get yeah, the you'd pick stealth. up medals in stealth, and that was the stupid cheese thing you could do. <laughs> that was what I was good at. But <laughs> and then, uh, but and then I, I came into this expansion as monk, and it's like I keep picking the jobs that are just not pleasant to play in PvP, and I can't find one that I really enjoy. Look. The jobs don't have a lot of actions to learn. No, I know you now. I haven't, tried ninja. I haven't tried ninja in 4.x. Yeah, okay. So that's that's to be fair. Ninja in 3.x was... was it was I was really good. I could burst on... I could come out of stealth trick attack, like... Uh, what's it called? Whatever. You could just pump everything out. I could murder anyone, but mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> Took one bard to reveal me, and I was done. Pretty mm-hmm. much. <laughs> oh, man. 
Uh, and how much? I don't know. Like I see, I see the metas because that was the one thing I was trying to absorb the most out of the FRCs was like people playing Black Mage, people playing Samurai, seeing the Bard Dragoon synergy, which tanks were people taking, which healers were people taking. I never saw a single job I wanted to play on. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, they're fun. Uh, Black Mage Mateo can speak on that. It's a lot of fun if you get good at it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty powerful. <laughs> I don't know. It's just hard for me to say like. I mean, I know I classify myself as like a paladin or white mage, but I mean, Mateo, you play every job except for healers, I think. And it's just, you don't think about it. It's like playing a different hero in a MOBA, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, you didn't see my healer? Oh, no, oh, you didn't see my healer? No, I'm joking, man. <laughs> you, you I won't see, see my healer. I want to be up offended. You won't see my You need some points or something? <laughs> yeah. Training confirmed? Oh, um, <laughs> no, oh, I, I mean... You know, when you when you when you say it like that, it, there is a lot of diversity, I guess you could say, with with the different jobs that you pick, and there's a different dynamic and a different way to play it. Definitely, um, you know, if, if we're talking about black mage, you, um, you're essentially a glass cannon. You know, I mean, you, you just gotta be mindful of your positioning and everything like that. Just try not to get LOS. So there's there's that mind game, that meta game that's going on in your head and your team's yeah. position, how you place around it. But when it comes to the FRC, I think Nick can even say more about it. But um, there are quote unquote safe picks. Do you know what I mean? There, there's really, yeah. there, there, there's some choices that are just like if you played like I don't know Overwatch, right? It's like okay, there's there's a meta comp, there's a dive comp, blah blah blah. Um, you're kind of going with what's good for the situation, and the, and the compositions that we took were kind of like a Swiss Army knife of mm -hmm. compositions, and that's kind of how we approached them. And and we could have probably you know changed a lot of the jobs, and it still would have got a favorable effect to them. But we just kind of wanted to be safe, and we 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 went with what we were comfortable. But uh, like Ninja could work. We we have one of the best ninjas in our team, and it, it it could work for sure. Yeah, there's there's definitely like a like a synergy between certain jobs, um, and synergy so six, right? <laughs> and there's yeah, six of I them. I've heard that before, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I, I think there is like each job is kind of unique, even though it's it's pretty limiting right now in terms of you know amount of actions, which we're actually like you know pushing for more, but. Uh, each job is still kind of unique in a sense, and there are certain, like for example, like just to give an example to people, um, so Warrior Bar is, is one of the things that we decided to go with, and uh, we just felt like that's a really powerful comp because uh, Warrior can stun and the, and the Bard can silence, right? There's no kind of like overlap there. They're two different, completely different uh, crowd controls, and the warrior kind of sets up the kill for the bard and, you know, puts, the, puts that butcher's block and then the bard can just constantly be bursting those targets. So those two uh, jobs work well together. And, or we kind of felt like maybe a paladin and a black mage may work together well because, as Mateo mentioned earlier, a black mage is a little bit squishy. Uh, it could be a potentially, uh, you know, it can be potentially blown up. So a paladin can kind of be there to cover them when they need it. Or, uh, or actually with the CC chains... Um, you know, stun off the sleeps that they provide or silence off the sleeps and then, then into a stun. So there's there's a lot of uh, neat com combinations that uh, that you can do in PvP, even though it's it's still kind of like limited right now. Uh, it's still, you know, fun in that sense. This is all, I'm just taking it in. Absorb it, man. <laughs> I'm just absorbing yeah. it. Because I want to I wanna do it more. I just, I also am not a fan of Rival Wings. Well, it's gotten better, right, <laughs> guys? I haven't played it in a while, but I know there's like people doing it like every Saturday they get up to do it. Rival Wings has gotten better. Uh, <laughs> 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 right, we, we can talk about that too. Um, 
Okay. Well, we do want to we want to cover as much PvP in general here from the experts. So I'm just moving through thoughts at this point. Wow. Okay. One one of the strategies that because because I uh, we we play with our friends uh, generally speaking. So one of one 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 of our friends is actually really good at controlling the brute justice. So it's just kind of like, all right, well, give give Jay the brute, brute justice, and we'll just kind of win the game. And it usually works. So I don't I don't even know much more about rival <laughs> <laughs> wings than that. Just get the thing, pick up the cerulean, cerulean, whatever. And uh, yeah, but there's yeah. a lot of events for it actually. Uh, for Friday and Saturday, I believe. At, at, in the evenings, there's there's rival wings events. I think mm-hmm. there's a script for it as well. <clears throat> yeah, and yeah it, it's, it's active in that regard. It, yeah, but I mean, you just have to do it with during the event, right? You have to focus yeah. the time there. And I mean, that's the other thing about the community is that they they love doing this stuff. It's not like, hey, the queues never pop. How do we handle that? How do we fix a solution for doing something that we want to do? Well, let's organize together and find times that we can do it. Uh, and that doesn't really work in Feast, but I mean, it works in like other things like front lines and stuff that people want to do. Uh, and man, it's, it's going to be a mess uh, in the data center edition. Like, yeah. I mean, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm talking about like frontline in general. Um, and I've mentioned this on, on your show too, Frosty. But uh, for people who haven't heard, um, I kind of feel like uh, that, uh, the frontline should be smaller and they should kind of introduce game modes that are uh, more familiar with people. Capture the flag. Like, capture the flag. Yeah. Like, that's, I've been asking for that since like 2.0. Like, it's, it's so has he. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I know uh, Mr. Happy's probably familiar with Warsong Gulch. Like, Warsong right? Gulch, Raffi Basin, like, mm-hmm. any, like any, those, any of those. Those those modes have been so successful in, in, in WoW. And I know some people don't like WoW, but just those modes in, in that game, though, have been really successful. And they're, you know, people know exactly what to do, right? And capture the flag. You go in, mm-hmm. get the flag, and bring it back. And I think those simple modes are a much better way to approach Frontline. Whereas when you go into rival wings, you're just like, what the hell is this? Like, you have to you have to go through these lanes, and then you have to control robots. You're getting shot, getting one shot by this giant like beast, and you're you're not sure what's going on, right? It's too complex. Mm-hmm. So keep the game mode simple, I think, and make you know maybe jobs a little bit more interesting. Is what I was. I just say. want something that's eight v eight and not twenty four v twenty four. I mean, they four. should probably focus on like eight v eight stuff for now because they don't have any good eight v eight game modes except for eight v eight v eight, right? Yeah, and that's uh, an act, yeah. and that's not even on purpose. That's just when there's right. not enough people, it mm-hmm. settles for that. So, yeah. so we we should see that. I think you'd get more people interested in doing PvP because you can control that too. The less people you have like in a match, the more you can your effect matters, right? Definitely. Um, I think that's why they have such large scale because people who are afraid of PvPing, they like their lack of effort doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like they should have one really big one, one smaller scale one, and then feast. And then we're, you know, you got a nice little tier list. You can just go down. You know what? Maybe it's an unpopular opinion. I'm not sure, but I thought um, in 3.x, AV8 was like the feast. AV8 was was so such a chaos, but it was actually pretty fun. It was like a casual, like hey, jump in with the friend, whatever happens, happens, kind of thing. And it was it was chaotic fun. The, the objective was like, all right, kill kill these dudes, pick up their money, kind of thing. Like it, I don't know. I I thought it was pretty fun. Like mm-hmm. if I have like 10 minutes per night or something, uh, I'm home from work. I'll just jump into that. Um, right. 
like I said, might be an unpopular opinion. I'm not sure. I don't agree. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, AB8 was one of those things that was just a big clusterfuck of people trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. And say, well, oh man, that sounds so it much was. different than all my other PvP. It's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, the other thing is that it was giving. You know, people did feast. It, it, kind of, it was the place that people could go and get feast achievements, I guess, yes. yeah. without doing something that was actually serious, which was the 4v4, right? And so that was the only thing that it really had is it kept maybe bots and it kept maybe like uh, <laughs> other people who just didn't really care about feast a place to go and be stupid and leave everyone else uh, kind of off to the side. But then again, I, I'm okay with having stupid people in the feast because it's more cues for me. So I don't know. I'd rather just play it and not play at all. I felt like it took away from the regular feast cues by having it. So what, what do you mean, man? We're just in there to snipe Mr. Happy. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's the whole thing. <laughs> oh, happy we don't, don't understand how bad. Oh, there that he is. Was. Let me post it I'm on YouTube. Sure. Especially Look, when I'm live streaming. When, when I was live streaming, it was the worst. It was so many people would be like, yeah, before There's the matching begins, I just get a message that you're fucking dead. <laughs> See, I never got the messages, but I always got fucking focused. That was the only thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I would be the first one to get focused, and that was it. I got Mr. Happy was actually like literally in stealth, and he would still get focused. Like they would know exactly where he is. Yeah, because they would just find me. They'd be like, yeah. "Oh, well, he's <laughs> playing ninja." So, I, the bards, yeah, bards would literally just look where I was and then go to that spot and reveal me. I'd be like, "Well." I mean, I get it. Yeah. I'm being an asshole with these with these medals, but come on now. <laughs> Holding 400 medals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10 stack running around. Uh, no, I think I that was actually running. one of the things. Like, we would get into Feast, and we're like, how long can you hold on to 10 stacks in AP8? And that was, like, the goal for a lot of people who were jumping in there, who are familiar with Feast, at least. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, five stacks? I'm pissing my pants, and I don't even, I'm like, why the fuck do I have five stacks? Like, money on the ground, man. It's money. You gotta pick it up, dude. <laughs> Y'all are leaving money on the ground. Why the fuck are you leaving this money? It's about to disappear. Are we going to let this shit go? Yeah, sometimes you got to strategically let the money run out. Because so you picking up the money is going to get you killed. Like, you don't know. There's times where that could happen. Not in AV8. Oh, yeah, not in AV8. No, no, no. No, no. God, no. Who cared about AV8, whether or not you won or lost? (laughs) It's just it. They're the Capitones, man. You're there for, as Sly calls it, he calls anyone who queues in the PvP just for tomes. What do you call it, Sly? Free chicken. There you go. Oh my god. For the free chicken. Hey, but maybe I'm on the team with the person that's trying to get the free chicken, and so I'm not really getting the chicken I want. I'm getting this like tasteless chicken when I want to get the really supreme chicken that I would get if I was on the other side. Dude, dude they're, they're, they're here for McDonald's chicken tenders. You're here for Nashville hot chicken. That's what I'm getting right now. <laughs> Good, man. Oh my goodness. Now, don't get me wrong. I've done free chicken before, like a, a lot of times when I'm doing fucking dailies and shit. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just here for my fucking, my daily. Uh, I'll try. Yeah, I'll but try. they won't. That's what makes the difference between being there for the free chicken. You're there for the chicken. They want the free mm-hmm. chicken. There's a well, difference. I mean, here's the other thing. So you're doing something like if you go into a, a dungeon, like an expert right now, do you go in there and you're like, oh, I'm not going to try. I'm just going to click one button and uh, I'm just there to get the tomes at the end. I mean, no, we're not going to click one button. It's become monotonous enough to the point that we can do that shit in our sleep and not even give a fuck if we, right. if we uh, die. We'll but you still want to do well, right? You still want to yeah, say, hey. You want to do well, but yeah. it's, it's not right. It's not like it's not like right, it's not not gonna matter. I mean, I uh, pop pots on bosses and, and dungeons. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to blow shit up. <laughs> so I mean. The difference is when people queue into daily like PvP stuff, mm-hmm. 
they aren't, they're not going to try, right? They're just going to say, I don't understand this. I'm not enjoying it. I'm forced to be here. I'm just going to get the reward. I'll give you the perfect example of kind of incentivized like PVP. Mm-hmm. Like happy gives me shit on all the time. Shatter. Don't talk about uh, Remember the Garo event when I think one of the horses you had to do shatter and win? Or it was another mount. I forget. But no, 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 no. That's the achievements. It was you had to do. I think it was one was feast, one was front lines, and then there was combined wins between the two right. for the achievements. Correct. I kind of guess I got Stockholm syndrome and end up liking Shatter. Unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go ahead. No, Go I mean ahead. it's you're, you're definitely enjoying something that's the worst PvP mode that you have. <laughs> But I mean, it's not like I can take offense to it. You know, you can enjoy doing whatever you want to do. If you like going to the bathroom and slapping yourself in the face, what am I going to do? Stop slapping yourself. I hope you. I hope you mean with his own hand. I don't know why he went to the bathroom for that. But well, he wants to look at the mirror. I don't know. It's like some kind of weird. You got really. There was a lot. There was a lot of context missing with that. With that analogy, there was a lot of context missing with that analogy. Okay. I think Boy, Shadow was popping the most too, actually. Like yeah. Shadow was the last mode that was introduced and people did not get their mounts just yet. So it was like mm-hmm. the one that you're exposed to the most, really. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's just popping just off the chain a lot, a lot, a lot. The only thing I like about Shatter is that the people who are there for the free chicken when they're attacking the ice, you just <laughs> instantly KO them because they're just yes, pretty much flanked. You and don't just like, like I was just hitting the <laughs> ice. Why'd that guy kill me? You, you you don't like that you said no that's the one thing i do <laughs> no, like you oh you do okay 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 that's the okay, only so thing i do usually, like is you can pick on the free chicken you can find free chicken people <laughs> mm-hmm. and you can roast them that's yes. it or right. when they're jumping off off the cliffs and oh that's loading. the best you put a dot oh, <laughs> just, not or knock them off the cliffs or anything yeah like yeah. Oh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm i'm so safe here <laughs> the machinist who just kind of sits on like the little bridge part and just hangs out waiting for people. He doesn't do anything else. He's just waiting for someone to try to cross. <laughs> oh, that's the best. How'd you know? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't play machinist in uh, front lines, dude? Mm-hmm. Everybody. Is that a meme or? No, I mean, it's machinist is like probably the best job. I think the play isn't. Right. It's, 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 it's more like if you play melee, you're 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 just you're nodding yeah. for a good time. You you, right. you might as well just play like a ranged DPS if you want to play DPS. Yeah, that's why I, I kind of think that's why like maybe smaller battlegrounds would be better because you, a melee jumps into a group of twenty four people, they're gonna die instantly, right? But in an eight v eight scenario, and a melee can actually go in and be you know not killed instantly. Um, and I, I think going back on on the whole like the modes, I think the rewards are there, you know to you know, to give incentive to people to queue them. But I think that, I don't know if that's the right approach. I think the approach should be, you know, can we make something engaging and fun first? Make a mode that's actually engaging and fun where people will want to queue to actually enjoy it and have fun over just having to like make it a chore, having to queue to get this hairstyle that they want, right? Right. So I think they should look at that as their 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 design decision first over just kind of like, throwing rewards in there and making people queue something they don't want to do. And I think it's really, it comes down to the mode itself being fun. I mean, PVP to me is fun. It's enjoyable. But I mean, like when you go into these frontline matches and everything, 
people don't enjoy complicated robot fights. We thought we would, right? But I didn't. Kind of good on paper. See, yeah. I know. I I was I was always of the opinion that the player needs to have the most impact. And yes, there's a player Correct. in the robot. But what you know about PvP goes out the window when there's a big ass robot in front. <laughs> That's well said. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think going into things like 8v8 capture the flag uh, and enforcing like uh, maybe, well, I guess you don't have to force like a comp. You could probably let it be open comps and everything. But I mean, tanks would have a good uh, situation in that because they can control people who are around trying to do stuff in the match, stun, uh, cover, do th cover the guy with the flag. Uh, things like that, or and beat then, the flag carriers. Yeah, yeah, beat the flag carriers, hold ground, run. Uh, you, there's things that DPS can do. They can focus on just killing people, and you know they could have a Zerg kind of thing happening. Uh, and healers are definitely more valuable because they keep everyone alive. But I mean, they have to do it to where it's not broken, to where you just run with 24 healers and you win. Like I think <laughs> it's kind of what happened with uh, Rival Wings. Yeah, because you just hold mid. They had to keep nerfing mid control because you just have a full eight healers go and get there first, and that's it. That's the only reason why they probably might want to force some sort of comp control is because you might run into those scenarios again. But mm -hmm. uh, other than that, I mean, yeah, just make it to where people are like, yeah, I'm going to get in here and I'm going to win a whole bunch and I'm going to have fun and I'm going to try and I understand I'm going to figure out what the strategy is to win. Uh, and then maybe they'll move on the feast. Feast is always like the the competitive, like serious area that people need to move on to. But you need like a mode that brings people in before you get into the feast, I think. Sly, you look like you have something you know, to say. Yes. Um, because we already, we kind of have kind of Hall of the Novice within, you know, PvP. Do you think something like that would work or would be useful for PvP as well for people who want to get into it? Uh, what do you guys think? Go ahead, Nick. Deflect <laughs> oh, so down the list. Just deflect down the list. Go ahead, so, like a Hall of the Novice kind of thing, like a tutorial for PvP. Yeah, for PvP. Hall yeah. of Hall of the Cub. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it it might be a good way to kind of explain what the metal system is and how it works because I think a lot mm -hmm. of new players have like zero idea. Like, there's a little mini thing that pops up on your screen that tells you kind of like, okay, these are metals, blah blah blah. But a lot of people obviously don't want to take the time to read all that stuff. No, no one wants to like look at like a five-minute video either. Like even though Frosty made a, like a really nice one, um, yeah, shut up. <laughs> like <laughs> he made a nice one, but a lot of people like in general, like a casual, like, might not want to just kind of like they just want to queue and, and play. Mm -hmm. And so maybe a tutorial system might be okay. Uh, there were ideas thrown around where there you, you have a current PvP rank in the game right now that goes up to fifty, and it's actually like completely useless it doesn't do anything for you right now it used to but now it's it's, it's garbage it doesn't do anything mm -hmm. so some people throw through around the idea where okay you have to be at least pvp rank 20 in order to queue for feast and that way people like have an idea of, what, of how their job works mm -hmm. and um and you can get that rank by doing front lines but th here's a problem like front lines uh, sometimes doesn't always pop either because you know it's trying to queue 72 people a lot of the time and that stuff is just not going to pop sometimes. So that's why I, I go back on my point to where I, I think there should really be um, small battlegrounds or small frontlines. I, I say battlegrounds a lot, I'm sorry, but a lot of no, front I, lines, I do the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> there should be small frontlines that are always queuing, they're always popping rather, and it's just a 1v1, you know, not three teams, but just two teams. 
And that way people can dip their feet into PvP and get a feel for how their job works. Well, I mean, they have the roulette. I think that's kind of the thing that it makes it pop, right? If you do the uh, front lines roulette or whatever, like you get mm -hmm. a pretty quick pop from that, don't you? I haven't done it in forever. So I <laughs> really don't. I don't know if it's the best system. I don't because a lot of the time too, you're not really sure if you're doing anything when you're with 24 other people and you're just following like, you right. know, a bunch of <laughs> you're following a group and, and a lot of the time unfortunately those people might be bots or something and uh so I don't know if it's the best way to to actually like dip your feet into PVP. Um but yeah, I think if they were to do right. some kind of tutorial, that might be a good way to at least explain the feast rules. Like mm -hmm. maybe have them kill an NPC. The NPC drops some medals, and then you walk over to them. <laughs> you're like, and then, don't pick them up if you're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there is a meta too that people have to understand, which is unfortunate because that's not in the in the description anywhere, right? But there is a meta to where the tank has to pick up the first medals, and then after that, the range does it, and then after that, the melee, and then the healer. But mm -hmm. some, that's not anywhere in the the Final Fantasy website. That's not anywhere in in, in Wolf. It shouldn't be though. I, I kind of I don't think that should. Kind of feel like it's a thing that you should pick up on your own. When mm -hmm. we get into meta, that's stuff that you need to pick up. That's stuff that. Yeah. I mean, general things like, hey, you should heal people because you're a healer. Sure, they can say <laughs> that. But when you start getting into like the the tactics and how they should organize medals and everything else, it. This stuff can change. That's the only thing. Uh, I mean, you don't think it will, but I mean, like it could, right? Um, anything that's meta that the players decide is the best thing probably shouldn't be mentioned. But obvious things, I think. I don't know. That's my only. That's only because if the players ever change their mind, it's not going to be on the developers to suddenly change whatever's in in their the the tutorial. Right. I mean, and that's the only thing with having that one tutorial, too, is because if once they create that and then they're like, you know what? We want things to spawn at a different time. They change PVP or they I don't used think they to. need to explain like yeah. exactly the time things. They need to explain what the objective is and why you want it. I don't think they need to explain it spawns at exactly these times on mm -hmm. the map. Like uh, stuff like retreating with a metal lead near the end of a match. I feel like that. There's just some common sense you know. things like what a metal is, what a wolf's heart is. You know, mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. I just think this wouldn't be an issue at all if they just, like I mentioned earlier, just make a game mode that people are familiar with. That way they don't have to like worry about all this metal stuff and have to figure out what all these like metas are and stuff. Just like Blitzball. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, Great fucking face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all play Final Fantasy X. I mean, we understand how that works. I mean, you're just adding a yeah. ball in there. You could just PvP and throw balls and be underwater. I mean, what's the... Is it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they actually introducing so that later? Good. I'm so glad you're on the show today, Frosty. <laughs> Thank you for this moment. I muted, muted him in case you haven't figured it oh, out. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm, wow. Have a Savagery. You're back. All right. Days. All right. All right. Maybe I, I, I did that debate you a little bit. I uh, I admit. So, <laughs> well, all so right, continue. You, sorry. Go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. No, no. Uh, that's basically it. I just, I don't know. Just if they, if they were to take PvP um, a step further from here, just, uh, you know, make the, the game mode not so complicated and just make the jobs more complex. That's what I, I, say, I say that so many times. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> I really do think that's the direction that the game needs to go. Okay. 
when, when it comes to when it comes to like the medals, right? Like you have the tiers and PvP and the fees. It goes from you know like unranked to diamond, and and you can you can bet your ass in the first three tiers. You know you go unranked, bronze, silver. You're gonna get the players that they either there's there's two different players. They either pick everything up, money on the ground, or they just stay away from it like 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 it's a plague. So mm-hmm. it's it's really it's really hard to kind of like balance around that because because there's quick chats you know get the medals or i'm getting the medals but a lot of the people a lot of the time you know like if you're a new player you're, you're just overwhelmed by the actual fighting that you're not able to focus on the mechanics of of the game mode so they're like all right well i killed this guy okay cool okay the medals just respawn why didn't why i mean the lead i killed this guy right so it, it i don't know if they just don't read the foundation most of the time yeah you know or if it's if it's hard to understand that's 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 where I'm at right now because sometimes even in, in higher level matches, right, like like uh, gold to to diamond, actually, maybe um, that that does occur as well. It's like oh, yeah. you know, you're grabbing medals when you shouldn't be, you know. So right. there's there's a big meta around medals at times, but it is common sense most of the time, generally speaking. I mean, you don't start seeing people make sense of how the medals work and confident with that's going to be most matches until you hit like uh, gold. I mean, you'll get some of that in silver when you get into those silver gold matches. But once you hit gold, you're kind of like most people have been around enough to figure out some things. The rest of it's just like, I hope I don't get someone who just never played this mode and is really just going to press just look around at the pretty colors and stuff. And that's what they're there for. Then they never play again. Uh, And you get that often in the unranked to silver modes. But I mean, that's what it is. See, see I, I think it's kind of like what Nick said. You know, it's kind of like just, just maybe simplify the game one and, co- and 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 just introduce a little bit more complexity into the jobs. Where it's like, all right, we don't have to think too much about the game mode. We can think more about the mechanics of how to execute what we need to execute, right? Because I, I, personally, I think it should be self-explanatory the moment that you jump into. It, be like, all right, you're a tank. You have the most HP. You're pretty defenses. Right, you're going to grab the first medals, but it might not be the case. You know what I mean? Like. That might not be the case, and then the range, the range grabbing the second medals is is kind of a weird one. That's definitely like a like a player made meta because they're so far away. You kind of forcing the team out of position to get to you, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's that's something that's a little bit more out of the box. Um, but you know, I, I think it's important that people do kind of do a little bit more research into it. It's unfortunate that the game one is not as self explanatory as it could be. Right, right. So. Like this comment in chat. I asked questions when I first jumped into the feast. Too bad I can't do that now when That's, I do it yeah. at the start of a match. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Well, I mean, that's, it, it's sad. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing that we lost with that. But also, I want to say the toxicity is gone. It's it's not. It's It can it's never be. No, it did. Yeah. It's an online game. And Neopets all- has toxic people. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, Club Penguin too. What I prefer to happen is chat still be there. And if people call you and they harass you and they talk crap to you, that's the GM's job, right? It's not your job to deal with that. They can report harassment and be done with it. And then people will eventually stop doing that. Uh, And I think just removing it completely like that, it it seems, it does seem weird. Uh, I wish they got a different solution. But again, like I said, most of the veteran players are kind of used to it by now, but the new players, like you said, are kind of left out. They go in there and then they have no communication unless they join a Discord or if they join something where other PvPers are to tell them, hey, you suck, and get it over with, right? <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> it's, I, mean, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. But. When I when I first played uh, PvP and it was like uh, I got in the feast, I get into matches, I join a Discord. I was told I was the worst person in the world and I should probably <laughs> just quit playing feast and that I was horrible. I was like, okay, queue up next match. And that, that's what it was. And then until it, it stopped happening as much. Uh, and it's always one or two people who do that. But uh, I don't it know. It really is one or two bad apples that give the entire community a bad name. I mean, I mean sure, people get heated. The loudest ones. They really are. They're like the village idiots. I mean, honestly. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a handful Please of Please no videos. name drop sure. on the yeah. show. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, the most depressing thing, though, in that regard is that I see uh, some of the most toxicity come out of new players. Correct. So yeah. what happens under, is that... They understand the least, so they need to be like, yeah, you know, they need to be right. the loudest to make it seem like they're not idiots, but then they are idiots. We have people who are actually dedicated to a match, and they're like, I know this person's new. I know he's new. He doesn't know what's going on. I'm going to message him and say as nicely as possible, <laughs> Sorry. hey, look, you're new. Let me try to help out. And they're like, you're an idiot. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. It was your fault we lost. And that was the end of it. And then what happens, though, is that also happens that evolves into a new player, new player dynamic. So we have two new players who start up. The new player feels the urge to message one of the other new players and tell them they suck. And then they're like, hey, the PvP community is stupid and horrible and toxic, and then they never play again. Because some other new player who was horrible at the game told him he sucked. And it's not that's the exactly. PvP community. It's just some random asshole. And that's what it is. It's, it, it, it's kind of funny you should mention that, because at the upper echelons of, of competitive gameplay of, of, of PvP and the feast and stuff like that, like as the FRC came together and all the teams came together, we were honestly like a family. Like There was zero bad mouth calling or anything like that we were just giving hugs left and right we were just you know bro hugs and, and high fives and everything like that it was it was pretty gay but <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm just i'm teasing um it was it was awesome you know what I mean? that's, <laughs> kinda, <laughs> that's kind of where we are as 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 a community you know what i mean like when when you look at like you said frosty the newer players that are just like overwhelmed by everything like that and they're getting the letting their emotions get the best of them and everything like that mm -hmm. those are the ones that are honestly they're they're spitting a lot of fire that they should not be spitting like like yeah a lot of the the veteran pvp players are actually very humble and they're very nice um and they will offer general advice like they may like you know what i mean some people may be like okay they might snap at you like why'd you do that why didn't you use limit break uh you might know who i'm talking about for us why didn't yeah. you use limit break right um mm -hmm. but then they'll be like okay it's cool i know we'll a few people a new few. okay cool yeah. Moving forward, it's probably a good idea to do this. So that's usually how somebody that's calm and collected and, and, and essentially, you know, recognizing the community will actually approach you instead of telling you to, I don't know, take your pick, right? But yeah. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, one of the funniest things, sorry. No, uh, no, it was, it, was, it was a joke. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Uh, one of the biggest issues, I think, with a lot of the FRC teams is that they were having to deal with making their friends lose. And so you have a lot of people on stage fighting each other, but these guys are all friends. And so they're like, they know each other for years, have been part of the community, but they're on stage to make them not win something that they would want to win. And so they, I think a lot of players actually had the issue of dealing with that as well as one of the problems with, uh, I guess I'm one of the challenges of playing on stage with everybody because at the end you feel good that you won, but you feel bad that your friend that you've known for years is now out because you beat him. Uh, and so it, it, it's weird. Did you guys feel like that at all? Uh, I really wanted to beat Sir really badly. So I, <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. Okay. I wanted to kick his ass. Sometimes uh, you and your friends with someone, <laughs> you really want to. You want to have something to. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
No, no, no. It's, it's, it's kind of true. Like we're, we're all friends. We kind of feel bad in the end because, you know, we knocked the team out. But uh, it, it was good to see that like all the teams were still really like cool in, in the end. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, everyone had a good time even after that. But uh, if you guys were wondering which one was Sir, he was the one that was yelling, go, 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 and screaming at the top of his lungs the entire FRC. <laughs> you could probably hear that better than than us because I heard you and and uh, plus one over yeah. pretty much everything. Oh, okay. I heard okay. sir. <laughs> you were Did sitting you? in the front though. I was I was sitting further back. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, ultimately, it, it is a competition. You are there yeah. to be competitive, but you know, right. you got some you got some yeah. friendships. French at least you didn't break any friendships along the way. Um, I'm trying yeah. to remember the name of. There was a team there that basic. I can't remember if it was the team you guys went up against. Which team did you guys go up against in the semi? Uh, trash Tears. Trash yes. Tears. So I ran into Trash Tears the day before, and all they kept saying was how you guys are gonna win. <laughs> you guys, Synergy <laughs> said right. they, they were they were just like we were just like yeah we're, we're it's it's not it's not looking good <laughs> the whole time. Uh, they were they were yeah. just talking to you guys. Oh, that's the thing. They they weren't like trash talking. They were just talking about how good the other team was. And mm -hmm. how like it was going to be a tough match. Like they they were super respectful. Like even when they weren't like obligated to be on stage, and that <laughs> that shows a real degree of respect and definitely yeah yeah so camaraderie. Yeah. That's that was my first thought. I was expecting oh, it's team tall trash tears. They're going to be like those guys. They don't deserve <laughs> to be here. Yeah, I hate them. Yeah, no, everybody loves each other. I mean, uh, again, like Mateo said, we're all pretty much family. Yeah, someone said that you guys ate at uh, the hash the hash house. Before the matches that day, or something, we had breakfast together. Bought, bought like one plate and shared it among four people. <laughs> so those are some pretty big. You got those so waffles big, with the chicken. Oh man, that, yeah, that was ridiculous. This is like my lunch, breakfast, dinner. Like that, that thing was, yeah, it was pretty monstrous. It's not going to be there anymore, guys. It's going away. I mean, we there's other. Yeah, there's, there's one there's, at the Paris. Right. There's one at the there. Yeah, there's one. There's uh -oh. one by the Paris. Yeah, I don't think it was at the Paris. I think it was by like a hotel over. I remember having to walk over to it. We had to walk mm -hmm. past Secret Pizza, I think. Yeah. Good old Secret Pizza. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, overall, the FRCs, I, I don't know. I was kind of – I wasn't sure what the, I guess, room response was going to be to the FRCs because, I mean, we've already talked about it quite a bit on the show that there's a lot of people who don't necessarily respect PvP. I'm definitely one who doesn't understand it and doesn't ever give it the time of day. We've had yeah, plenty of yeah. PvP I memes think, on I the think show. I think it's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> Would you rather me lie through my teeth and be like, you know, no. I've always loved it. <laughs> no, I want you to be honest so I can spite you uh, legitimately. Um, <laughs> but when I was in that room, as the matches, you know, were going, I just constantly looked around and I would watch as people would filter in and it got louder and louder. And then the finals all going all the way to game five. And everyone around who maybe didn't think about it much seemed to be into it. Right. Agreed. And that's what I think these FRCs probably need to accomplish. I'm just mm -hmm. wondering if you guys have any ideas for them to keep that momentum going. Because three FRCs, those are said and done. So that's actually one of the uh, my biggest questions. I think a lot of the community wants to know, especially in North America right now, is what's next. Uh, I think we know the they're focusing completely on the FRC and finishing it all out. And it feels weird how it's all paced out because, I mean, uh, the semifinals was in September, right? The people yes. who qualify for these FRC events, 
but the Japanese, uh, the JP side of the FRC doesn't start, doesn't happen until March. And so this team had to stay together with nothing really to do as a team besides just community scrims every once in a while and whatever we can throw together for six months until they actually have their event. The pacing feels, it feels off because we had all three events at once. Then we had this huge separation here. And so it feels, I don't know, it just feels awkward. I wish they could have done this. I know they wanted to make it highlights at each fan fest, but I wish they could have done it in a way that felt like it all led up together. Yeah, I, I kind of think the, the oh, sorry, go ahead, Sly. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, I, I kind of feel like the, yeah, the pacing was a little weird. Um, I think the NA one should have been done with the preliminaries first and not even touch the EU and right. JP preliminaries. And then once it was actually closer to their fan fest, then start doing the preliminaries for those for those regions. Mm -hmm. And then that way, like, you know, teams actually like, you know, stay together and, uh, you know, they're, they're still interested because, you know, six months from now, who, who knows what's, what's going to happen by then. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think there has been maybe like one or two JP teams that had to like drop out. So they had to like get a, uh, another team or two. So I think, yeah, the the structure should have been a little bit differently. I, but then again, this is their first time doing right. this, so this we were kind of like their guinea pigs in a sense. Uh, and I think with each FRC, like the EU one and the and the JP one, I'm sure those might be even bigger, since they they kind of now know. Okay, this was the NA one. This is what worked really well. This is what didn't really work. So we can only improve, you know, from there. Um, but I definitely agree, Frosty. There there is like a a, a big you know what, what? What like what's next? You know, also for us too. Like so, NA finished, and so now what do we do, right? So like all, all we have right now is you know solo queue and 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 rival wings <laughs> if we want to mm -hmm. do that. Um, but <laughs> and that's why I kind of like say okay, well you know we can we can we can have our FRC have you know finished, but you know give us something to do still with with light party. There's still mm -hmm. a lot of people interested, and I, I noticed, like as you mentioned, that audience was pretty filled towards the end. Like, right. even with our headsets on while we were playing, we could hear the audience every time we get a kill. We could hear, oh, like, yeah. even though our, our our headsets were loud, we could still hear the audience going crazy. So I think there's there's interest there. Um, I think Square should have like maybe taken that interest and allowed people to actually like you know give it a shot as well. Um, mm -hmm. I, I know there's people that want to form teams. And play together, and they don't really have a way to do that right now. There's there's yeah. a way to queue light party, but there's no active season, so there's there's no one queues for it. Mm -hmm. So, um, and something that I wanted to touch upon earlier is, I think that also reduces the intimidation factor of it if you can actually queue with a friend or queue with a group of friends, because a lot of people don't want to just queue by themselves in solo queue. It's, it's it's pretty intimidating for a lot of people, especially if if they're afraid that they're going to get, you know, shit talked or something after the match. They don't, but if if you're with a friend or with, if you're with the team, you don't really care. Like you're having fun, mm -hmm. and um, yeah. So they should have definitely like not ended like party support. Like have it, you know, keep keep it going, right? Don't don't yeah. stop. Yeah, I agree and with that. I mean, that's one of the things Yoshida said though is that like, which kind of took me for. And I guess it wasn't too big of a surprise when we were at the media conferences. I was wondering to know what's next, and they're like, we aren't thinking about anything until the end of FRC. But and that's weird because this is there was a lot of planning that went into this. Like we, there has been talk of you know, you know, pulling PVP to kind of like well, fourteen PVP to kind of the esports 
stage, so to speak. And I would love that. It would make me feel great. If we yeah, it would be great, but it's they haven't it's, putting on a couple of few it, tournaments is not the equivalent of right. getting it there. You know, no, it's not. It would help. I mean, I would be amenable to you know doing some, doing some you know I something like an LCS or whatnot. You know, I like events like packs and whatnot. You know, keep it, keep it um, on people's mind because when, like you said, you have six months until the actual event to do stuff on your own. It's and you you that's what you have to do. You have to do stuff on your own. Whereas if you do stuff in between at events like a PAX or or hell E three if you want, um, it's fresh on people's mind. It keeps you it keeps you fresh in terms of you know skill based and everything. Actually having matches against people and mm-hmm. i i just i feel like we need more of it if we want to get well, and right now it's falling on the shoulders of the community and it's yeah. i gotta say it's it's tough man because i don't have money to shell out for rewards i don't have ways it, it's tough you gotta have to figure out how the community can come together and actually make it happen and so we gotta go look for sponsors we gotta go look for all this other stuff to make these events actually desirable and then maybe we could get something going monthly or maybe we could get something going to where we can keep people interested but it would all be uh community controlled uh unless the square enix takes the the reins on it but just uh, open up a, a cup every month and whatever the prize is there the winning team it's a lot of volunteer work man <laughs> i know it is i'm not saying it's fall yeah. to one person i'm saying no. Yeah, that's like the generalized solution that is not suited for one or two individuals. I mean, but there has been thoughts of making it happen. I mean, I personally have had thoughts of uh, there's been the Aether League and stuff, which kind of had a, the season two kind of fell out a little bit there. Uh, but hopefully maybe beginning of next year, we can start to revive everything after the holidays. Uh, but in a different way, I've had thoughts of how to do that. We've also had thoughts. Our, we talked about it a little bit where we it would be nice to have a global event between the three FRC teams when it's all done, but it would be all community-based. Uh, so, But you, it'd be like um, every single FRC champion would have to have their own uh, alts on every single data center in each region. And so basically we have to convince all these people to make these alts, and then they have to do a best of three on each region uh, and see who comes out on top. Because that's the only way to make it even, because of lag yeah. and everything else. But So ex- expanding on that, Frosty, I think... So, like, those things would be kind of, like, community events, right? Yeah. And I think they would actually work out if um, if Square could maybe lend a hand in them as well. Like, whether it's, you know, through social media to promote it or maybe uh, provide prizes for the, for the teams. So, like, it doesn't have to be, like, giant, like, cash prizes or anything like that. But uh, it could be, you know, like... Um, Mog station items, whatever, but mm-hmm. getting some support from Square Enix and then letting the community do these events, I think, would be a good good way to to help it. Yeah. Yeah, you guys Sorry. are the experts <laughs> on this one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know uh, we were just talking about it last night. Uh, I don't, Mateo, you have anything to say about it? Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, what you do with this? Okay. Good. <laughs> well, it's because I had a, I had the chat message. I had to get rid of it. Oh. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Basically, it was just an idea, like, once the FRC is concluded to, you know, the point of attraction would be the FRC teams that were in the FRC would be competing. And somehow we, because we're not exactly sure if there's going to be, the, if there's going to be a world tournament, we're not even sure what's going to happen in 5.x in regards to the Feast, in regards to PvP. But last year, we had a closing, quote-unquote, ceremony for 3.x PvP, which was the Aether Cup. Uh, this year, we're kind of just... 
have a lot more time to prepare this time around than the last time. So um, we're kind of looking at it like, all right, maybe we can, you know, approach these teams that were in there and see if they want to play. And we can some, somehow, we haven't figured it out yet, but somehow mm-hmm. figure out, you know, how to move these alts around, how to move these characters around, characters around so, it's, so it's fair for everybody and include Japanese, European, and NA teams and stuff like that. And then, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to, if you want to, you know, put your team into the mix, into the fray, you know what I mean? Like, you, you'd reach out to us, maybe in like a Google Doc form or something like that, and we'd quote unquote go through an approval process because we, we, we want to make it open, but we also want to make it exclusive in a sense, right? Like, we, we, we don't want to make it too much of a quote unquote stop. Um, but there's a lot of community led events that, that are around, which maybe just a little bit of a nudge from Square be like, just like a, maybe like a retweet or something, be like, hey, this is happening. We, we can't really sponsor Square uh, PVP right now ourselves because we're so busy, but you know, these guys are doing it and it's really cool and check it out kind of thing. So, um, you know, they actually do have some stuff like that on the uh, JP side on Twitter and stuff. Uh, I saw some, yeah, uh, but I think that's just a guy who kind of runs it uh, over there, kind of supporting the other ones. And it sucks because, again, and I can say this every single day for the rest of my life uh, until it happens, is that uh, the community team that we have is really great and awesome, but they ha- they're literally, hey, you are a community team member and you do everything. Or at least that's my understanding of it. You do everything. Your, your job is to be community person overall. We don't have specialized people that can kind of tell us, uh, hey, here's our rating guy who only focuses on rating. That's all he does is he looks at PVE stuff. How do you make it better and everything else? He ignores everything else and just focuses on that part of the community and pushes that over. Same thing with PVP, that same person. And that could make a huge difference, uh, at least with growing these parts of the communities within the game. But. Well, sorry. no, you shouldn't be sorry. That's the whole point of the show. That's why like we said we brought on the experts. Mm-hmm. I knew Sly uh, and I were going to do very little once we got probably about 30, 45 minutes into the show. That's okay. That's why I'm glad well, I have another, uh, we have another a podcaster here because you'll, you'll, you'd never, I got talk. some questions. You never stop talking when we just bring you on. Never mind I'm with sorry. two more uh, guests. I'm sounding a little Canadian now, aren't I? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable Canadian, Frosty. Oh, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Like, what, um, do I just go down? It's like, I've got some maple syrup dances in my honorary Canadian. It's like, what the hell is for the frosting? I do have some maple syrup in my house, though. It's like a it was bought from thing. Canada, Mom. Yeah, yeah, it was. Honorary Canadian having yeah. maple syrup. <laughs> um, I mean, there are other things that, you know, we constantly discuss within the PvP community uh, that could help or change stuff. And, I mean, part being active with the community. I keep hitting this stupid little thing, but... Uh, being active in a community, this little mic stand thing here, I keep hitting, sorry. <laughs> I need to explain it a little bit better. It sounds weird. Um, so <laughs> going into uh, the other parts of the topics that we talk about, uh, we think, uh, I don't know. I was, one of the things that bothered me was the Blue Mage thing. Uh, you think that that was only like a PVE thing where we're all kind of upset about it, but you know how many people were looking forward to Blue Mage and PVP? That's true. I think I talked to you about that briefly at some yeah. point. We were... Uh, you, got some, you got some gears to grind about it? I'm really down to hear this. I mean, I have a lot to say about Blue Mage. But uh, in general, to PvP, it, it was like, all right, now we have this nice little new thing that we can go out there and we can learn this new job. And a lot of people were looking forward to that. But now that's also another thing that we don't look forward to, right? Uh, so we are always reaching for things that we can look forward to. 
the thing that we're looking forward to now are solutions to problems. Uh, for example, the data centers, right? We have to figure out a solution of how to keep PVP active while they split up the data centers. And it, EU might, it, it might hit them a little bit, but it's going to hit NA, I think, really, really hard um, because it's going to basically probably filter everybody down to one data center to PVP. Because right now, if you queue up for PVP, you're doing what? You're, you're waiting 30 minutes maybe for a match sometimes in prime time if you're playing a certain role. Uh, now, if you split that three ways instead of two ways, how long are you waiting? And then there's people who are going to go to Crystal just so they can meme into the top 100 and get a reward real quick. But, <laughs> I hadn't uh, thought about that until you just... I'm not going to do it, but I hadn't thought of people right. doing that until now. Yeah. It's... it's uh, With a lot of the different things, with PvE and stuff, I think it'll be okay. In the end, it'll kind of balance out, but with PvP being as small as it is right now, this is just going to make it harder for the community unless if we all, which I think is going to happen, we're all going to decide to move to one server and then anyone who tries to PvP on the other two servers are going to be like, queues never pop, I don't know what to do. I have to change data centers if I want to PvP. Yeah, I think it's unfortunate because, there, I mean, there are people who are like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll give PvP a shot. And they queue and it doesn't work, right? And I think that's going to be even you know more difficult <laughs> And, uh, it's going to be impossible for some. Yeah, like when when that split happens, um, I wasn't really. That was like the first thing that we all thought of as PVPers. It's like, wow, this is going to really affect PVP. How do how do we fix this? And I, I don't even know if there's a solution to it, uh, other than somehow networking the data centers together and at least for queues. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, obviously, that's probably something they they can't do. Or it's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, so then there have to, there might have to be other solutions like doing time windows or like, you know, queue windows where you can only queue at certain times, but that way you funnel all the players at the same time or all the teams at the same time. But obviously that's not the best solution for everybody because some people can't queue at certain times either. Like they can only queue, you know, or they're working or they can't queue at prime time. So yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. Feedback. You know, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it will be bad at the start um, during the whole uh, data center shakeup, but it won't be too bad. Again, this is, I feel, where, you know, the PvP community kind of crowdsources a solution among themselves. Um, mm-hmm. But the whole world travel thing um, within data centers, it'll make it pretty easy. And like, in terms of servers, yeah, you're right. It'll, uh, from server to server it might be difficult but with data centers you know um with with uh communication through the pvp community i think it would be easy among data centers just to say hey we're just going to meet on one server and get shit popping on that server same with raid i've said this before for raid too Mm -hmm. uh where it would be easier to raid among a data center just by just collectively going to one server and trading and whatnot and everything like that but with PvP, it's the same thing. Just go to one server. One data and, center. And yeah, one data center, go to mm-hmm. one server. Everybody's there. Everybody can get shit pop. You so that's you great. It's great for sorry. the people who are already hardcore yeah, about it. It's who not are great already for in new the community. People. Yeah. 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 The good news is you can duel anyone on your data center now because you can world visit. <laughs> 
We can have dueling championships, guys. We can <laughs> <laughs> see how that works. Those, those white mage versus Astro finals. <laughs> uh, I think if it, the match goes to five minutes, both people lose. It's just, <laughs> just done. They both it's lose. A draw. It's just a loss for both people. Yeah. Just done. Um, uh, no, I think it's going to be again the community like how it is we're gonna probably decide to move to one area we'll have our pops and everything else but man what and somebody's getting into pvp they're playing on primal they're like oh you got to be on aether if you want to do it i guess i'm not doing pvp and i, I mean feel like that is so shitty and we've talked about that that is so shitty having these kind of misconceptions about each data center this is the rp data center aether's the fucking great well it's about no, to it's be the very true because there's no way to like stop it at this point, right? Yeah, we created this monster and we can't even stop it. Uh, yeah, is that way? Yeah. yeah, I mean that's there's unless they allow all three data centers to queue up into one queue, which would be weird. I don't. Cause then, I don't. Cause then at that point, why even separate them? So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna maybe just just mention something maybe slightly mm-hmm. controversial. I'm not sure, but uh, um, when it comes down to it, I. I I said this on your on your show, Frosty. Um, so I, I feel like even rating itself, it doesn't really have that much of a populace, doesn't have that much of a presentation, representation, I should say, in Final Fantasy. Like it's not as big as it could or should be. Um, mm-hmm. Same with same with PvP. So sometimes I I got a little bit tilted. I'm like, okay, what the hell <laughs> do people do, right? And uh, and and, and, and like I said, it's maybe a little bit controversial. I don't want to offend anybody, but 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 really, when it comes down to it, it's like okay, well, well, you know, the gameplay wise, the gameplay aspects of the game is like, all right, you have, uh, you have rating, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Then you have, you know, you have your PvP, then you have like everything in the middle, right? Like you have the dungeons and your Tony formats, which is which is awesome. Those are those are a lot of fun. But really, where does where do all these people go? Where do all these people congregate? And and Eureka! ASU- <laughs> gold saucer. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, gold saucer is funny because we so we 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 kind of went on like the Final Fantasy website yesterday, and Nick and I were talking with a bunch of friends, and you know, you open up the the, the marketing the marketing page for Final Fantasy, it's like all right, story, uh, character creation, right, and it's like all right, gold saucer, housing, glamour. There's nothing about rating. There's nothing about PvP, and I'm just like, what the, like, come on, man, like 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 these are. I don't know if you'd call them high-end activities, but these are activities, right? Yeah, Yeah? okay. I I feel like they need some love in, maybe. I'm I'm not sure. Mm. Well, I want more than four bosses still and an ultimate every odd-numbered patch, so, you know, I'm in that boat. I want six bosses and an ultimate every odd-numbered patch. That's what I want. And one instance for the entire uh, One instance for the entire raid. Those are are my three wishlist things that will all never... Well, ultimate might happen. We might get three this next expansion. We're not getting it now, though. Yeah, like so. So it's kind of like at that point, it's like, all right, what would it take to 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 flood these people into these activities? You know what I mean? It's like PV. You want six bosses, you know, in an ultimate. That's amazing. I, I would, like, I raid myself, and I would probably take it a lot more seriously as well. Not, you know, quit once once I'm kind of done everything. Um, PVP as well. It's like, all right, maybe some participation rewards and, and, and things like that. But it's like, mm-hmm. there these solutions are out there. It's like, why aren't they being it's like are they content with the with the results or anything like that it's kind of that that's what's kind of gets to us because as a community like as the pvp community we've we've tried a lot of things um we've I tried be, events and stuff like that. go ahead go ahead trying to like add on to that i mean I, I could be wrong too but i think the there's a difference in in culture right between na and, and japan especially 
So I, I remember reading something, I don't remember where, but I remember that the JP community kind of likes Eureka a lot more, I think, than NA. So like, you know, like I read something, they, they wanted to go home and, and cure Eureka as, as, as quick remember. as possible, right? <laughs> like they were anxious to go home and cue it. And I'm like, okay, but is, is so maybe like that's, that's the problem they're having, like decision-wise for uh, designs. For designing this stuff is like maybe one community wants something, whereas another community or another culture wants something else. And so, what? Mm-hmm. Where do, so what do they do? They they probably will side maybe with Japan more because it, it is you know a Japanese company. It is that's their. If they had to pick a, a community, it's it's probably going to be the Japanese community. But I don't know. I, I feel like that could be one of the reasons why we see these kind of issues come up sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I I just think they I think they have ideas and they have a dartboard, and <laughs> you really think? So? <laughs> I mean, I I think it's a little bit more involved than that. I think because um, Square Enix does some really cool things, but they also do some stupid stuff every once in a while. Um, I, I'll, I'll say it. I mean, it's 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 true. But when you start looking at some of the decisions they make, it's it's not like they're they do some things. Hey, this is going to market well. This is going to make more people play the game. But they also do things that aren't really going to make people want to play the game, but they feel is right. For example, again, nice little controversial uh, Blue Mage conversation. Uh, Blue Mage, they, if they would have released Blue Mage and they just made it a standard cookie cutter Final Fantasy XIV job, you'd piss off a few hardcore people, but you'd probably bring more people into the game, right? It would be a good decision. It marketing. I agree with you. <laughs> it would make money. People would come in and they'd say, "Hey, I want to play Blue Mage. I don't care. It's not super, you know, crazy. I can learn all these different jobs." I think people would just say, "Ooh, Blue Mage," and they'd come and play, uh, and they'd get that kind of community building up within uh, the game. Probably increase subs and everything else. But now they've created something that's pissed off a lot of people who play the game who wanted to play blue mage and they feel like they don't really have a job anymore and he was thrown to the trash right but they feel it's more honest to what they want to do so this isn't like a it, it felt weird because it's not a really to me <laughs> to me i don't know it doesn't feel like a really smart marketing decision it feels like a hey we think that this is going to be the right thing to do uh for our job in the game i just i just found it odd that blue mage is about soloing right solo content and in an MMORPG, when you're promoting solo content, that doesn't make much sense, right? Isn't it more about, you know, so, group content? Funny thing about that <laughs> is I think that promoting solo content is pretty, it works pretty well in MMOs nowadays. You think so? I think nowadays That's, it does because everyone goes, oh, man, I could just, I could just do that. Oh, thank goodness. So easy to get to and do. Like it's, it's that, it's that generation of things. I'm of the opinion that I would prefer to have Blue Mage just kind of standard or, you know, a 14 version. There's plenty of versions of Blue Mage throughout all. The, in 8, you learned it by using items. In 9, you ate bad guys. In 10, you used Lancet. In 7, it was Materia. In 6, it was Lores. and 5, it was, you know, the kind of standard way. 11 is the way we're most accurately, I guess, representing it, minus the more Arabian look that is used in mm-hmm. Tactics in 11. And uh, I would have been okay with blue mage being that because then also like you said people don't forget people think oh i can't raid with blue mage but you've said it you also can't pvp with it 
it's it's not just locked out of pve content it's locked out of everything mm-hmm. yeah it's it's pretty solo and i mean it's just a side content now You're, you turned in uh, a job into a side content uh and so it's i feel like square enix um they try they definitely try with a lot of their decisions uh and they they're doing things that they think would be like they, i'm a lot of us wanted diadem in a different way we wanted a successful diadem you got a problem diadem you want me to say diadem? <laughs> uh but no they want it to be successful in a different way uh but it didn't work out the community didn't, didn't respond to it well i mean they're trying stuff they want to make things good they're just like hey pyros they finally got it man it took yeah. it took until now yeah but now I'm leveling through Eureka right now. I'm level 13, uh, by the way. Very proud of myself. Uh, so <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, so we're, I'm going through all that content and everything. I think, it, you know, if they got it right right now, it's still hard for people to get into it and really enjoy what was right. So I don't know. Should they just scrap all the Eureka stuff and say, all right, well, we only have Pyros, right? So we're going to keep that one. I mean, they scrapped Diadem. No, we're uh, getting Hydados. There's no doubt about that. It's 5.x. I don't think we're getting that anymore. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, with Blue Mage, though, it's like... Uh, it, I actually think I'll get more mileage out of it with it being designed this way. Because before, I would have leveled it to max and probably never touched it for anything. And now, it's like, oh, it's content for me. But I still don't want it to be the way... It, I'd rather, like, have to think about it in raids and in PvP and... Mm. Like, I'd want to see it in those places. Yeah, like, well, what happens when you, you really enjoy Blue Mage, it's a lot of fun, and then you really want to play it with your friends or in, in, in a raid setting or in a, in a group setting and you can't. Dude, yeah. eight Blue Don't Mage coils, Pokemon I'm ready. Go or let's go. <laughs> Done. There's your Blue Mage. And I bet <laughs> if there was, you know, I, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I was just going to say, if they had people who only focused on these certain aspects of the game and promoting this stuff. And then it, this would be something they probably would have changed their mind. They probably would have done the same thing, but uh, it'd feel nice if we felt like our opinion, uh, I don't know how to phrase it properly. Yeah. yeah. I know that's what you wanted to say. uh, No, our opinion reached, right. And then after it reached, Mm -hmm. we, heard a response but we want that for every complaint every thought and everything and we're not going to hear that as much because it's it, it's weird we don't i don't know do you guys pay attention to, at all to how the developers and the community team over in jp respond to all the issues and everything to the uh, jp audience because i can't up on reddit i do yeah when it, when it pops up on reddit and stuff um so i don't really know how that that works with that kind of communication uh but you guys know Ghostwalker, right? I say Ghostwalker, you guys know who that is, right? Do you mean Ghostcrawler? <laughs> Ghostcrawler. Sorry, Ghostcrawler. Maybe the Koza no, no, already started laughing. He was yeah, like, like, what Ghost the? Yeah, Ghostcrawler. You guys know who that yeah, guy is. He's, he's on the League team now. He's over in League. Yeah, yeah. that guy is a champion. Uh, and he, if we had, uh, I mean, and again, it's different because this JP company over there and we're over here speaking a, a language completely different. Uh, it's, it's, Hard to have that kind of back and forth, uh, but it would be nice to to have those kind of responses um, that he gave to the WoW community. But I mean, yeah, but it's it's much like you said. It's 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 much different over here. So yeah, 
let's uh let's get a let's get a little back on track here because <laughs> back we, sorry with the blue mage yeah now yeah, yeah let's keep talking about blue mage now <laughs> no. i mean it was, it was about pvp still it's yeah just, it's we, well, now we're talking about everything now it's a fan fest show more than anything yeah <laughs> um so regarding pvp i remember i spoke to a few people about pvp there one of the obviously i mentioned monk earlier mm-hmm. and uh you've mentioned metas and you've mentioned jobs that have burst windows and stuff there has to be something about PvP that you don't want to survive into 5.x. Something about it. And I, I really want to know ahead. what it is. Go I think my dog just died. Go I gotta go, guys. <laughs> there has to be something you like is just, you do that and I'll love you forever. Uh, Nikosa. Frosty. I know you have a thought. I mean, medals, right? You guys are done with medals, right? Yeah, like it's going back to what I've said. Um, I mean, what we would, what we didn't like when it first came out, obviously, as you know, veteran players, was the nine button system, right? We wanted, we liked the complexity that three point X had, but maybe three point X was a little too much, right? So maybe something like you know, some, like a happy medium somewhere for five point X, right? Um, so a little bit more complexity there. So we didn't like how how simple it was, I guess, at first. Uh, I, I don't really think the, the game mode is the correct way to go currently. So that's, I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy it. I have fun playing Light Party with, with Feast. I, I, it's probably like, it, it's obviously the most fun I have in the game right now. Um, but if, if, that got t- if that got taken away to a more simple game mode, I, I'd be fine with it too. Uh, as long as the jobs are more complex. And I, I think it doesn't have to be crazy either. Like, you don't have to give each job 15 new abilities or something right away. You can just kind of do it like a gradual process, like give each job a few, right? And then give more options in terms of traits and, and, and additional abilities. Give it more um, customization. So that way not every... I kind of feel this way about PvE too, but I'm not going to talk about that. But um, I think just more customization. So not every bar is the same. Not every, you know, using the same three traits or the same three or the same two additionals. Um. Yeah, that's probably. I don't know. I I I feel like I'm just repeating myself a lot because I, I that's it's pretty much what I what I say a lot of the time to these questions. But um, I don't know, Mateo. How's your dog, Mateo? Uh, yeah, dog okay. should be fine. Yeah, okay, he's okay. back to life. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Honestly, what what Nikosa said is is completely accurate. The way we feel, you know, we're we're both 3.x veterans and even 2.x veterans and uh going into i i remember when we saw the like the 4.x trailer and the 4.x uh demo of, of like this tar, la, la, i almost said tar tar uh, uh lalafeld dragoon jumping on the dummy you know in the wolf wolves and we were like all right okay what, what else he got and then you know like his his gcd kept turning into the next into the next action and eventually reaching like fang and claw and, and wheeling thrust and everything well, okay well that's kind of cool you know uh, but then it was like, all right, well, that's the abilities. That's all you have. You have, <laughs> you have, you have, you have nine of them. And that mm-hmm. was like a huge, a, a bunch of us were in voice, actually. A bunch of like 3.x veterans and a lot of like, we were just, we were really deep into it. We were like, what the heck did we just watch? What is this? It's kind of like when Zeno watched that, that warrior, uh, you know, when he was going crazy with that clip of him going crazy with the warrior doing like five Valkyries at a time. We were kind of like that, but the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> like that, um, but not like it at all. Not, not like it at all. Yeah, exactly. So just, you know, 
anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, we we do honestly think that like just more complexity to the to the jobs would be really good because the skill floor and the skill ceiling are really really blurred. Like take mm -hmm. Black Mage for example. The the like I think I, I don't know if I said this on the show, but skill floor. If you can press fire four, you're twenty five percent of the way there. If you can press sleep the right way, you're you're bumped up to like seventy five percent of the way there. So really separating those dynamic players that are thinking on their feet and 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 you know separating them from the individuals that are like, all right, well, I can press three buttons should be just a lot more distant. Do you know what I mean? There's just just reward the players that put in the time and the effort that actually care to get better instead of the ones that are just like, oh, cool, uh, you know, I'm just, just doing this. So that's what the biggest issue right now for me is, is that the skill floor and the skill ceiling is just really, really blurred. Um, yeah, I think like uh, basically what happens is uh, before a lot of veteran players had to go back into the simplified version and they left the game. They just said, I'm not doing peace anymore. They, they We lost a lot of the community because people felt like it just wasn't enjoyable to do anymore. Uh, and I understand why they did it. And I mean, it makes sense. And I, I think in the end, if they started with this mode, instead of the jumble stuff that 3.x was, we'd have a different response to Feast completely. We'd be a lot more positive about it. Yes. Um, but we, we did have stuff taken away. So a lot of people were upset about that. And I noticed something I was on the edge of when the expansion was coming out was I don't know how the community is going to respond to it. Um, but at the same time, uh, we have this thing where a new player enters the game right? They get up, they get better. They're like, hey, I'm doing pretty good now. Then the guy who's been in it for three years is right here next to him. Mm -hmm. he's, he's really not that far away. And then you eventually, you know, you get to that line and either they just leave because there's nothing else and they don't care anymore. They feel like they, they can't really improve. Uh, or they sit there and try to find every little tiny detail they can to try to make themselves a little bit better, which is just a handful of people, right? the people who are out there trying to get hit those little, trying to abuse server ticks, trying to find ways to like push himself that much further. Uh, people want to hit buttons and feel like they hit buttons better than the other guy who hit buttons right now. <laughs> you can't really do that. So you, you come down the meta meta comes down to how you, you play, how you interact with the other players. Uh, and it, a lot of people have a hard time grasping that too, because they just want to go out there and do as good as they can uh, by themselves they don't get rewarded for that as much. They have to be rewarded for, hey, can I follow this guy who's not doing countdowns or paying attention? Can I try to time my burst with him? Will, will it work out and will we get a kill because I can figure out when he's trying to do a burst? Or uh, how can I make how can I carry my other team to do better? That's where you start to get better. When you get into the light party, it's how do we synergize the best against their synergy? But mm -hmm. I mean, generally speaking, like if you compare 3.x to 4.x and the accessibility of the both, both of the system, like 4.x is miles ahead and that regard right like right. like 3.x you had to be the max level and you had to like like gear was actually a requirement and the type of gear that you used you know god forbid you use purple gear from from diadem diadem whatever mm -hmm. pink um, gear pink yeah gear. pink thank you yeah it, it did not have any effect your your secondaries were just obsolete right so th there was just a lot more to know that wasn't actually stated in the game mm -hmm. but whereas you, you know you look at 4.x where it's like all right any gear you wear is, is whatever you, you just Put on a fashion show kind of thing. So that's, I think that's a step in the right direction. But also maybe just some people do want um, something to 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 work forward to, look forward mm -hmm. to when it comes to the uh, equipment and 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 PvP. Yeah. Um, but but ultimately, I think it's a lot more approachable. But maybe it's it's approachable to the fact that people just don't really even research even a little bit before they step in. That's how that's how easy it is to step in. Like like mm -hmm. personally, if it were up to me, it's like all right, reach level 
10 PVP rank or something, and then you can keep right. ranked. Um, just just so you have an understanding. They, well, bit. they reach level 10 PVP rank as right. like a, you know, a tank, and then they say, yeah, I want to do White Mage for Feast, and then <laughs> rank one, right? Well... Uh, <laughs> Ah, well, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of like Overwatch or something, right? right? right, like, right. You know, reach a certain certain rank in that specific mode, and then you can you can try your hand at it, which which I think is 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 good, right? Like it's 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 a better way to kind of go about it because you're more exposed and you have a general idea, whereas you kind of you kind of don't afterwards. But but really, when it comes to like the skill ceiling and the skill floor, there isn't that much of a difference between strong players and bad players. Like like we we thought that you know with the advent of with with the with the shift from 3.x to 4.x, the the strong players are going to get stronger. Well, yeah, sure, they you know retain some of their skill and everything like that. But the individuals that were underperforming to a certain extent, they just they, they caught right up. You know what I mean? So now it's kind of a blur. All right, who's you know before you could be, you could walk into a match be like, all right, my team is stacked. You know we're going to do really good. But now you may have that opportunity where it's like, all right, we're stacked, but we're not necessarily going to win because of the the nature of feast and everything like that and just how skill differentials work at this point in time so which could be good for solo queue overall but i mean yeah uh the emphasis on team play is really really high really yeah it's huge like that your skill with team play matters more than your skill hitting buttons i think almost because mm-hmm. uh, you you go in there you just have to work together with the other team the range and the melee depend on each other if they don't work together then you're just going to lose if the other yes. team can work together with their rage and melee that much better because mm-hmm. uh, you just can't get a kill without each other Yes, your, your mechanical skill doesn't really have that much of a of a game changer as much as it did before, basically. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I remember I remember being the ninja who could burst someone from 100 to 0 out of stealth mm-hmm. in a second without much room for anything, and I can't I can't do that anymore. No. <laughs> no, no, not at all. You can get about maybe halfway. Halfway, if they don't yeah. see you coming. <laughs> or if you stealth and then you limit break, because I think Ninja currently has the only limit break that can't be interrupted at all because they just come out of stealth with it and then there's no way to stop it, right? Unless mm-hmm. if they run away. <laughs> <laughs> they LOS you by accident. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it's it's uh, it's strange. <laughs> yeah, that's one way for it. That's one way to put it. It is pretty strange, I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I just I want I want PvP to be back in a state because I I love Seal Rock I loved mm-hmm. early feast days, um it just it didn't have staying like as the changes have made it less and less desirable to me and I want it to come back. Happy then I I definitely can I ask you this question what yes. would bring you back into PvP right now? I I well outside of Monk because I really want to play Monk in PvP and I really <laughs> hate it. That's a, that's that's like the the quick way to at least get me in for a few matches. Okay, okay. But I I like Nikos's thing. Speaking at the beginning of the match, speaking after the match is over, I want that. Okay. I don't need to be able to speak the whole time, but I want that. And what if they hit your name so they didn't, they didn't know it was you? Yeah, I mean, if they really want to find out it's me, they're gonna find out it's me. Okay, like, I'm of that opinion. <laughs> like you see okay. a character, like you said, you see a character enough, you know who it is, kind of. Thing. Okay. That was how it was early on when we they did hide our names early on in the early feasts. People didn't did know they? if I was on the other team. It just said ninja or pa- like you could see it in the in the the menu, like the scoreboard, mm-hmm. but you couldn't see it otherwise. Right, right. It just said right, like right. Paladin, oh, okay, Dark yeah, Knight. Yeah. yeah. So people didn't always look. So I could get away with it there. But yeah. So speaking there, monk changes, and uh honestly, 
I feel like my interest in Seal Rock fueled my interest in Feast, and my disinterest mm-hmm. in Shatter and Rival Wings has thus fueled my disinterest in the Feast. Mm-hmm. So literally, the uh, the kind of the group activities, the outside liar, the uh, the battlegrounds of uh, Final Fantasy fourteen are kind of things that detract you from going into a serious PvP mode. Yeah, because that if I can't enjoy it when it's supposed to be at its like most <laughs> laid back. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it when I start taking it more seriously. Like, for me, like, I like I could do a few serious matches, do a few casual matches, do a few serious matches, do a few... Ca- like, I could, there's there's something to wet the palate. I don't right. feel like I have that anymore. Right. Just, that's true. That's, that's okay, just Sly how it is. is making lots of faces, so I gotta, I gotta know what's on his face. Don't blame this shit on fucking Shatter. Fuck you. Give <laughs> <laughs> your balls a tug. Sly, when was the last time you were in Feast? Yeah, that's what I thought. Moving on. It wasn't. It actually was after we couldn't use our words. So there. Fuck you. Yeah, you, okay. just, you just tried it once. You tried it, and then that's it. I mean, did that really turn you guys off a lot when they removed chat? You were kind of like you're. That's one of the reasons. It, it did all. It did. It, it did it destroy a lot for me. It, it did piss me off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and these little things. It's funny because that happened so long ago, right? So long ago, but you're. These little changes, they do push people away. They need to do things to push people back in and pull them back in and then show support Mm -hmm. that constantly says, hey, come play Feast. Come play PvP. This is fun. Uh, Maybe, I don't know if they should put a hairstyle behind Feast, man. It just... Yeah, I don't think rewards. I mean, there's already a one behind Wolfmark, so... I mean, putting gear... Yeah. Gear, if they change the way they did... If, if they make the only gear that matters in PvP, if, like, even if it's just a slight bit, it reward it in PvP and not have to go yeah, do a dungeon 500 times once. to get the most efficient gear, then sure. But I remember when they tried that morale stat thing. Mm, yeah. Mm. But does, P- does PvP need more free chicken? No. Uh... I'm tired it, too much. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't really I mean having it there would be great, but I mean they should have rewards in PVP that improve things in PVP. Right? Okay. So the chicken you you get the chicken to do better at getting more chicken. Right? And so you feel I don't I don't know. You get chicken plus mm-hmm. one. I don't know what the how to phrase that. Uh, but I mean, like, if you brought back in gear, but made it to where the gear only really matter, I guess you could make it matter in raid too. That would be not a bad thing, but not like, I think not have, better. But it wouldn't matter. Uh, people have suggested, you know, ha- allowing you to to get PvP gear, but that gear could be used for PVE, right? So like, mm-hmm. you don't want to you don't want to do dungeons because you don't feel like doing dungeons. So you'll do some PvP, get that gear. And but normal help. mode level, like not not yeah rage. yeah not, yeah. You're not gonna get like you know savage gear from PV, from PVP. That that's not fair. But uh, you know, just just to help you out, like give you a different avenue for for getting for getting gear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that gear should help you in PVP. Like it shouldn't have a, that morale stat that we were talking about earlier. Like morale was weird. Okay. It like gave you it was like an item level bump equivalent. Like it was it was so weird the way that morale yeah worked. it was it wasn't it wasn't well done yeah. Um, but I, I don't. I think there is enough chicken, as you guys are saying, in, inside <laughs> uh, inside PvP, like in terms of rewards and stuff and, and tomes. But I think that's not the direction they should be going. It's the it's the fixing of the modes of frontline of feast. That's the direction they should be going. Fix those modes. 
Mm-hmm. Same chicken that's in all the other modes is in PvP. There's glam, tombstones, hairstyles, mm-hmm. all like it's all there. They those that's the chicken of other content. But it, yeah. the incentives ruin it though. That's the whole thing. People there, you get people there for that's why I'm saying no more chicken. Like chicken is <laughs> well, not the problem. Not hairstyle chicken, right? Not hairstyle. Just, just there doesn't need to be like you need more. Like I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying never add more glamour. I'm just saying you don't need another type of chicken. You've mm-hmm. got grilled, fried. <laughs> you've got the potatoes with the mat. With, you got the, the the gravy. You don't need. Um, I can be right. hungry, man. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, um, and I mean, again, we need perception uh, changed of it too. But the only way to change perception is to give someone something easy they can access and enjoy while they're accessing it, right? Again, capture the flag could be one of those fixes, those random fixes that could make things better. Uh, Goro happened around the same time Still Rock was getting popular, right? Oh, I loved it. It was fantastic. Yeah, and that, that didn't work out too bad. Uh, it worked out pretty good. And unfortunately, it was around the same time they removed Feast Chat, so I think they put some correlation between, hey, a Feast Chat was removed, so PvP got more active, when it was really the Goro event, but it there's just misconceptions that need to be cleared up, and I feel like that again goes to a previous point. But um, I do have another question for the non PVPers on the show. Cool. If you guys want it, you want it? Uh, yeah, okay. sure. The FRC overall, like how it was done. Uh, you guys mentioned the audience was growing and everything else before FRC and after FRC. Did your feelings towards PvP change at all? Yeah. A little. I'd 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 know for me, I'd say a considerable amount. Okay. I'd say. I mean, there is there is interest for me to get back into peace and do it after watching high level play. And there, then, yeah, you know, that's I'm for me. I, I when you see what it what it can look like mm-hmm. versus how you remember it last are two very different things. Now, obviously, I'm not going to hop in there and it's not going to look the same for me. And I understand that. But mm-hmm. it makes me want changes to it so I can enjoy it again more. Okay. It's not just like a passive thought. It's like, please, just do a few things. Mm-hmm. Because I won't sit in the 30 minutes. I will, will wait eight minutes and be like, I will go do something else with my time. Well, you just have to play a different job. <laughs> you have to play like healer or you have to play tank, whatever is just popping immediately, right? You, yeah. So it forces you into doing something you still don't want to do. But let's just say, all right, you guys are invigorated. You you sell the FRC. You're like, I want to get into Feast. What's your option now? You queue up solo queue? But how's your experience I mean, going to be afterwards? have to. Right? I mean, yeah, you're right. It's going to be the same experience that we, well, maybe not the exact same, but the same experience that we we had for FRC. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that can be done. Solo queue is solo queue. will always be the same. You are, it's, a, it's a mixed bag. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can do about it. I mean, it, that doesn't deter my interest that I got from FRC and saying, hey, I should, you know, go back and give Feast a try and see what it's like now. And, you know, if it's mm-hmm. the same, fine. I, I'll still have whatever time I may have in it, good or bad. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it still... I still have interest. That's not going to get taken away. Okay. I always want it to be better. I'm never going to be in the boat of delete it like some people are. Right. 
My favorite thing, I got to say, like I, I had, a, my heart felt really warm when this happened uh, during the Q&A. Uh, they were talking about something and I forgot exactly what the question was, but during the Q&A at FanFest, it was something related. Uh, it, somehow PVP got mixed in there and someone yelled, uh, yeah, it was something like that, right? And then Yoshida literally stopped what he was saying to say, hey, please, look, just because you don't like it, you know, don't don't say that. That's not fair, right? Like, there's he, people who don't like PvE, too. Should we just delete PvE? It was like... Right. <laughs> it felt good to hear that. Um, and I, I want to hear that even more. Uh, <laughs> and I think that would make uh, a good difference, but... Well, I think we need to start hearing about PvP for 5.x prior to, like, two weeks before. <laughs> uh, well, so, I don't know. I'm assuming, this is what I can hope and assume, all right? So, the guy who develops PvP, uh, he's uh, over there, one of the developers. I'm assuming he's going to be at the JPFRC. I'm assuming they're going to make some sort of PvP panel. And they're going to discuss things going forward. That's what I'm hoping, but that's not until March. So long way to go. <laughs> yeah, the community just has to do stuff until then to keep ourselves busy. I mean, that's just what it is. All right. Well, I think we've beaten PvP and FRC <laughs> topics into okay. into oblivion with uh, okay. lots lots of good thoughts, lots of lots of good hopes for the future. So um, before we wrap up the show, um, I want to. This isn't your like closings. This is like any. Final thoughts to get off your chest, things you want to say regarding FRC, things you want to say regarding PvP. Uh, this is just an open open floor, and then we'll do sign-offs. You can find me at all that stuff, you know, yada yada. So okay. uh, let's start with Nikosa and uh, give, a, give us any, just any thought you didn't get off your chest up to this point. Uh, I think I said pretty much everything I wanted to say, um, but... Uh, like if you're listening Square Enix, um, just you know, don't drop light party support. Keep it going. I think there's a lot of new players that want to do it because uh, they want to queue with their friends. And then that and give us small front lines. So give us uh, CTF. Give us um, capture the flag. Sorry. Give us um, things small battlegrounds that that will you know constantly be popping. You don't have to wait for 72 people to be in queue. Um, I think eight versus eight was something that people enjoyed, like they could just mess around in. So give us something like that for for five point x, um, and uh, don't stop with these weird game modes because I don't know if Rival Wings was that successful in Japan, but here it's 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 it it was active for a week or something or two weeks, and then it kind of just went you know fed. As, as people got a so, hundred wins for that mount. Yeah. So. Um, Give us more buttons um, and keep doing this FRC stuff. Like keep uh, expanding on it. Keep 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 moving forward um, because a lot of us that actually went um, and participated, we all had a really really good time. So we we really thank you guys for that. Um, yeah, that's about it. Mateo, Ew. not Mateo. Uh, <laughs> Mateo, I God damn it. <laughs> I absolutely echo everything that Nikosa said. Um, if I had to add anything, really, it would be like I know there's a lot of people that they may hear, you know, like like through the grapevine, okay, PDP is 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 trash or it's just delete PDP, it's not worth it and stuff like that. Before even trying it themselves, 
I, I really do think it's a mistake. Um, as someone who likes to kind of like try a little bit of everything and, and make my own, you know, make my own judgments on, on, on whatever it is, I would suggest to you to, to give it a shot, do some research before you step in, of course. You know, there's, there's plenty, plenty, plenty of resources, which we'll be getting ex expanded upon uh, indefinitely as well. Um, just, just get in there, you know what I mean? And, and make your own assumptions. If you don't like it, you know what I mean? Find your reason for not liking it, you know, whether it be lack of incentive or just, you know, server net code, whatever the heck you don't like about it. Just, all right, cool. You know, you, you, you tried it, but don't, you know, tab out and go to red and be like, oh, this effing sucks. You know what I mean? This is, this is the worst thing in the world. Delete PvP. Don't, do not pair it. You know, something that doesn't really necessarily need to be paired. Just find your own conclusion and, and stick to it and be like, all right, cool. I'm not going to touch that anymore. All right, nice. All right. Anyway, moving on. If you do enjoy it, do support the mode. You know what I mean? Try to reach out to people and try to reach out to these resources that we have out there and be like, hey, you know what? This is really cool. Um, thank you for putting forward these resources for us to to read and, and, and acknowledge and and. and take some wisdom from just be humble man be a good person and, and the community is not as shitty as you think it is honestly it's it's actually really really it's a really good community it's very extroverted of course because it is pvp you know um but just don't don't paint it with the same brush that you know that other people might might paint it with uh be open-minded basically that's my take on it <laughs> and frosty what about you? i meant Dude, they, they took everything, dude. I don't I don't have anything to say. They took like all the stuff that needs to be said. Any shoutcast uh, any anything shoutcasting wise you'd like to see implemented? Anything that would have made your job easier, made your life easier for stuff like um, that? I mean there's thing again, it was the first time. I can't really uh have doesn't, many doesn't complaints. Mean you don't have a wish list. Uh I mean I do, I do, but there's all stuff that I noticed. They're not like little they're not like huge things. I think overall I, they did a pretty decent job. Uh, with the FRC kind of going off of, this is the first time I think Square Enix put a really professional setup for competitive people on stage at FanFest. I mean, they had the other events before, but this was pretty serious. Uh, so they did pretty good with that. Um, there is stuff with like, uh, we would be looking in the game and while we're shout casting and we're just like, hey, look at all this stuff happening in the game, but the cameras are still on our face while we were saying that. Uh, that was a little awkward, but that's like the only thing that was off a little bit. Um, I really appreciate everybody who got together, all the community managers in the background, everybody who made it actually happen, uh, worked their ass off and went through all the challenges to try to make it as great as it was. And I think overall the FRC, the NA one was a success. Uh, it was done really well and I hope that success continues on. Um, and again, you know, just... All, I think most of the community, if I'm going to speak towards Square Enix, just wants to know they're being heard uh, and make sense out of changes that are happening. Because we'll, we'll get a change every once in a while and we're like, well, we just pissed off half of the community with this one change uh, that makes no sense to anyone. And six months later after it, we still agree it makes no sense. Uh, so I feel, I feel like there just has to be like some kind of dedication towards just that aspect of the game and other places besides just uh, the JP side of it. Um, and I appreciate everyone who does all the work. Like Clem, he does a lot of work for PvP over on uh, the EU side. Rennie does a lot of work on the uh, NA side here. Um, and also, I guess uh, one big thing for the community, don't believe everything everyone says on the internet. 
because people say shit just to vent and say shit, and it happens all the time. If you believed all of it, you'd be pretty uh, depressed. Pretty yeah, depressed. You'd be <laughs> pretty depressed. I was looking for. You'd be like, "Why am I even playing this game?" Uh, you you got to like shift through to salt, and unfortunately, PvP does have salt, so it might have a little bit more. You have to kind of go through. Um, but give it a try. You know, there's different ways. There's different communities out there that are out there to help you. Uh, there's communities out there of a handful of people who want to make everybody feel bad so they can get a good laugh. But that's everywhere. I mean, that's that's what it is. Just surround yourself with people that make you happy in the end. And remember, always remember, if you're doing PvP and you lose, look at what you could have done versus what your team did wrong. Because uh, there's always something you could do better. Um, and it's a game. That's the end. I mean, we, we all come here to have fun. If you're not having fun, you're not enjoying yourself. Put yourself in a position where you're having fun and you're enjoying yourself. Life uh, advice. Quick, quick side note. Quick side note. Yeah. I remember the days um, when Frosty was on Primal and he was PvPing. After every match, he had instant replay and he would look back on his own match. The man is serious. Like, yeah. Before you, you know, decide to start passing blame on others. I'd love to do that more too. Uh, if I get That's more cool. time to it, it'd be great. Cause those replays were fun. Uh, yeah. Sometimes the cues, it just had to work out with the cues uh, and how they popped everything. But yeah, I think that's the, the biggest thing is if you really want it to, then get OBS, record your game and then see what you did wrong later on. Look at every, someone died. Why did someone die? Someone didn't die. Why didn't someone die? Uh, look at those situations and you can become 500 times better. All right, excellent. Sly, got anything to add before we go on into uh, wrapping up? Just went on a uh, side note there. You got anything else? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. It's PvP, after watching FRC, uh, like I said, I do have a renewed interest in PvP. Is it where it needs to be? No, it's not perfect. Will it get there anytime soon? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the honesty. Not wrong. But I mean, I'm not wrong. I'm being brutally honest. That's the only thing I can be. So it's not like it's it's going to take time. It's going to take it's going to take uh, dev resources, and it's going to take the community being brutally honest about it. So say what you feel. Um, honest, honest uh, feedback, positive or not, you know, constructive criticism is what the community is what the devs need. So, you know, it's okay to judge and, you know, be um, critical or um, of what you see in PvP at this point. You're, you shape this game in any, any sense, not only PvP, but PvE as well. So, you know, be honest with yourself, be honest with the game, be honest with the devs. It's the only way the game's going to get better. It's the only way PvP is going to get better. Mike, you got anything to say? No. <laughs> I'm going last. Everything nah. I could have said is taken. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, mm-hmm. no, I don't. I, I, I kind of, I kind of already. I said it before I even asked any of all of you. It was the last thing I said before I asked, which mm-hmm. was in regards to I want it to be better. I never want it to be deleted. I just want it to be better. Better. That's it. That's that's how I feel. But we want all content to be better, right? It doesn't yeah. matter what we do. We want exactly. it to be better. PvP is not excluded. That's yeah, I, that's I mean, my point. Don't be fun. Be better. But we just want it to be better. I want it. I, want, I just want my content. That's it. I just want all <laughs> the content. 
Yeah. All right. So with that, it's about a two-hour mark. Normally, Frosty would have been going to work already, but since he's not in a fucking rush, then we'll just. I mean, I mean, sure, we'll just take our time with this show. Yeah. yeah. Make it take advantage of that. Uh, so thank you, Nicosa, Mateo, Frosty, for so joining fun. the show. Uh, here at the end, I've actually meant to change that this week, but I was a bit, yeah, flustered with uh, recent plans. And I'm going to Jersey next week, so I had to get that all set up. Uh, hmm. nor, uh, we basically do a few things, then you guys sign off, and then we go on into a post-show where you can stick around for 30 seconds or five minutes or whatever. It is just mm-hmm. to hang around. So I'm going to start that, and then... I'll let you guys say where they can find you, character names, Twitters, any of that. And we're good. Okay. So first of all, reminder all viewers, Steel Series sponsors the show. You can win free shit. Go to the YouTube video, look in the description, enter the giveaway. We pull that as soon as it ends, and then I go to the winner and ask them what they want. It's free shit. Steel Series sponsors the show. There's no reason not to enter. Just win. Just do it. Get a new mouse. <laughs> get a new headset. Get a keyboard. Do something. Just win. It's free shit. All right? Um, then we have our Patreon sponsors who, uh, support the stream through, or support the show through hashtag demonetized over on YouTube. And, uh, it's a pretty long list of names. We have our patrons of light. First and foremost, we have Kuja Cross on Genova and Kurenai Oni. Now I'm pretty sure that my scene got messed up for this with their new images. So I'm going to edit in their new images for the YouTube side of things, but for the Twitch side of things, we will... Go over into this. This is Kuranize. Where is uh, Kuja? There's Kuja. It's an old image. He's got a new character, believe it or not. But uh, Kuja Cross on Genova with this image and Kuranai Oni with this one. So thank you for supporting the stream through hashtag demonetize and going above and beyond to support us as well. I'll get the correct images for the YouTube side. We also have our standard sponsors over on Patreon. We have Crazed Demeter from Midgard, Rajan Ventinus from Cactar. I almost said Venitas. Carol, Ray, Senshi, Shadowlink on Tomberry, Dom. What do you, Sly? I saw it. I saw your name. I didn't even see the face. I saw your name. I was like, Sly's pog champing, isn't he? I knew it. <laughs> I knew you were doing that. I knew it was happening. Shadowlink on Tomberry, Dom, Asuka Wake from Genova, Lamilia Nella, Makers Armor, Saren the Fennel Family, Johnny Oyatsu, Kifka and the Great Eagles on Exodus, Dark Graver, Katayoshi from Kujata, Skizophony from Ragnarok, Ron Lander, West Sauce, the Purple Warrior, Edric Red Seal on Exodus, Lexi Valentine, Mentar and the Rivers FC from Zodiac, Sour Cream and Tribes from Genova, Renoa Chikara, Guisha Valfar of Siren Hirsch. Ah, I always say that because I'm so used to the names that go in a certain order. Phoenix Down FC on Goblin and Saren from Zodiac. And we have our elite sponsors. We have Nyrick Vizla of the Red, Alchemy, Shinka, Casual Heroes, FC on Midgard, Sarma, Tatach, Taka on Hyperion, Kane Ozuki from Genova, Ustarla, Sothal, Sarah Frost from Behemoth, Holy Tabasco, Red Thorn, Asura, Cry 015, Mustang, Serenity FC on Ultras, Kat Kazuma, Ignis Fairgun from Excalibur, Valestro, Fanfront, Knockhorns from Excalibur, Kovus Moonscar, Private Mikey, Nani Kirisami, Rudy Rudiger, Killer Hackman, Wall Jr., and Kiltastic Jones. I hate you, Sly. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for supporting us in combating hashtag demonetized. Yeah. And now our guests can begin their sign-offs. I'm just going from like counterclockwise from like where I am on the screen. So we're going to start with Nikoza, then Mateo, then Frosty, then Sly, then me. Okay. Nikoza, final shout outs. What would you like to say here at the end? Where can they find you? Um, I don't really stream much or really use a active Twitter that much, but uh, you can find me basically on Discord mostly. Uh, I'm in the Wolf Pups Den Discord. It's it's a Discord for for players that are interested in PvP to ask questions, or uh, you know if they're new to it, maybe you know like learn about their job. There's many guides on there as well, so you can find me on there. You can feel free to to you know DM me if you want. 
Um, I'm always happy to answer questions. Um, and shout out to my team, uh, Levar, Lynn Varas, Stragas, Divine Air, and of course, Mateo here. And uh, if you also want to check out PV Paisa, it's a uh, PVP website ran by Marshall Renew. He does a really good job kind of <clears throat> keeping it updated with any news, um, especially with community events. So uh, it's pvpaisa.com if you want to check that out. And um, shout out to, to Frosty and Plus for doing you know, a good job at the FRC. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks for, thanks for having me on. Uh, all right, Mateo, you're up next. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, likewise, the same, the same shout outs as Nikoza had. Uh, you can likewise find me on Discord. Uh, my Discord ID is uh, Mateo, hashtag 1211. I uh, also I I do stream occasionally. It's X Banana Juice Y. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a character. I, anyway, yeah, I won't go too much into X Banana uh, Juice. DM me those after yes, so I can you. put them in X the description of the YouTube video. Sure thing, uh, definitely. Um, furthermore, kind of expanding a little bit on the Wolf Pup stand that Nikosa mentioned, it is a learning Discord for for PvP, uh, which will actually be getting revamped. And the revamp for that Discord will actually be landing on the 1st of January of next year. Uh, really look forward to that. It's going to be a collaboration between uh, something that Nikosa said earlier, uh, a website there, and uh, look forward to it because we're going to be pumping out a lot of guides. And the format of it is going to be following very similarly to uh, a well-known Discord called The Balance. So we're, we're going that route, and we're going to try to just expand and make it like a centralized PvP hub. If you have questions, we have answers. If you want to meet people, you can meet people and, and really talk about whatever you want to talk about. You know, it doesn't have to be PvP. But uh, really, that's our goal with it. And uh, our main goal has always been just to get more participants in the mode and, and try to help out as much as we can. So a few more shout-outs for me is, of course, um, Adam Hollow for helping us with everything and just being uh, just the greatest person on Earth. Um, some of our scrim partners... Uh, General Asudesu, Joe Gunta, Last Boss. Uh, thank you guys very much. And of course, all the FRC participants that we met and, and, and future FRC participants in the EU and JP. Uh, good luck and have fun. And thank you, uh, Mr. Happy and Sly. You guys are awesome. Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of you too. X Banana Juice Y. <laughs> never gonna, just, I'm, I'm never gonna forget that name so good. you'll good. stay with uh, me forever uh, uh, i mean thank you <laughs> <laughs> all right frosty you're uh, up next frosty? where can they find uh, you at man uh you can you can check me out on twitter i think it's on the stream somewhere down in one of the corners uh frosty tv stream it's very uh it's very regional when i made my name i was like frosty uh sorry taken underscore tv okay uh twitter uh sorry taken frosty tv stream okay that's good i'm not very good with names um but yeah you can check that out uh you can check check me out on twitch like i said frosty underscore tv i don't really stream as much anymore maybe one day that'll change uh the main thing i do is i try to do mog talks as much as i can every saturday around 2 p.m pst uh we've been uh, doing pretty good recently we had the show on blue mage uh, we had the show on uh, PvP just recently, too. We're going to be doing other ones in the future uh, next two weekends that you guys should check out. Um, 
and it's basically going over all the different topics for uh, that happened at FanFest. Just just split it up into four different shows. And um, let's see. Shout out. Uh, I, I have to shout out my wife, Kerberos, most beautiful, wonderful person I've ever met in my entire life that I'm happy that I married just uh, about a month and a half ago. Uh, congratulations, by the way. Thank said you. congratulations before, but congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but without her support and without her being around and being geeky with me every once in a while, doing video games and stuff, I'd be less inspired to be around doing uh, the stuff that I do with the community. Uh, so thank her very well. Yeah. Thank her guys. Uh, I, I thank her very much for everything that she's done for me. Uh, and definitely thank you to all the community, everyone out there, all the people who make it happen and make it again, the reason why I'm here uh, being a part of PVP. Yeah. And the community team. Thank you, community team. You guys are great. Okay. And thank you, Sly. And thank you, Happy. You guys are great. No, you don't need to thank us. No, I did anyways. It's oh, thank you. Yeah. Felt <laughs> like you... I'm I'm glad we were... You forgot us completely. And then, oh, at the very end, you, you know, know, I could shove you to the... Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guys, guys who made the show happen today. Yeah. All right. Sly, you're up next. Where could they find you at, buddy? You can find me every day, twitch.tv slash sly, aka Gray Fox, uh, Twitter at sly the fox, Instagram sly, aka Gray Fox 07, YouTube.com slash the velvet room. As usual, I'll play too many damn games and it's only going to get worse over Christmas because as I'm, as I'm, you know, finishing games, I'm putting more on the list. So, uh, finishing Red Dead tomorrow, next week, I'm putting Super Robot Wars on the list because anime mix. And uh, starting uh, starting Devil Survivor to Record Breaker for SMT Saturday uh, this Saturday. So things, things, and, uh, things. Uh, Haps, where can they find you? You can find me, Mister Happy One Two Two Seven, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. We had some fun stuff. We got to play Pantheon: Rise of the Fallen and Three Alpha Four the other day. That was shaping up pretty good. Um, and then on top of that, going to be on the Square Enix channel on Thursday to play Last Remnant before then coming home. Yeah, I see. I never got to finish Last Remnant because I didn't own an Xbox and they never released it for PS3. And I honestly didn't know it was on Steam until they took it off Steam to release the PS4 version. So I, I'm looking forward to getting around to that. Smash is Friday. I'm playing Smash because Nintendo, you done good. You've done a good thing recently. Did a good thing. You did. You done did a good thing recently. So I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna you. play Smash. Proud of you. Yeah, I'm proud of you, Nintendo. I'm proud of you. Still got some kinks to work out, but I'm proud of you at the very <laughs> least. Um, and then Game Awards is Thursday. I'm gonna be co-streaming that. Go to New Jersey next week. Then 15 has their half of the 14 collaboration next week on the 13th, which we have heard nothing about on our end for 14, and we're hoping. FanFest, or I'm sorry, next live letter is when we'll hear about that. So that's December. So it's going to be busy. And then January is no less different because Kingdom Hearts is there. So be on the lookout. There's a lot of stuff that's on the way. And uh, I think we'll be playing Occupied leading up to Shadowbringers in, uh, what did they say, early summer, I think. Yeah. So uh, thank you again, everyone, for joining us. We're going to go on into a post-show where we just hang out for a few minutes. So thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And uh, we will see you next time. So everyone, have a good one and take care. See you next week. See ya. Thanks. <laughs>